that if, if I lost control or did not have control, things would just, you know, I would be fatal. Yeah. Um, yo, did you hear? Thomas mm-hmm. cut off the bed, son. Yeah, I saw, I saw your tweet, and I'm like, okay. They, they snapping? Yeah. They, girls all over the place are crushed. See, that's the thing. A nigga like me, right? Like, it's funny. Like, in high school, I, you know what I mean? Nigga used to get written up. They used to get the merits for having facial hair. Catholic school. Dumb shit, right? But I was, I didn't, I didn't really have no facial hair at that point. And, at, you know, at this point, I got, you know, my shit don't connect. So it's like, I can only imagine what it's like to have a full beard right now. And, like, you know what I mean? That should be your trademark. Yeah, I'm still working on that shit, but... That nigga, that nigga look happy as shit. <laughs> I ain't gonna front. He look happy and shit. He look like he don't even fucking care. Let me. I'm. A, I'm gonna go to his. Let me. Let me. Let me see it yet. But that nigga got the biggest smile in the fucking world, bro. This shit is hilarious. <clears throat> You saw that shit? No, my 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 shit's still low. I I need a I need an extender desperately for this later on. So you need you need a digital dash. Digital dash. Let me just do it on the phone one time. Yeah, this boy. <laughs> Yo, have you ever sat and thought to yourself like um? What kind of career Nas would have if he uh, had the the proper patience or the proper knowledge or had somebody just pick beats for him rather than him? Yeah, it's like because that's the thing. That's that he's probably one of the most like recognizable. You know, hip hop is that type of genre. Like when somebody come on, you know, you know who it is, a ring off a certain way, but. If he just had some better tunage, man, like, oh, my God. Like, in those years, though, like you talking about, because that's what I'm talking about, too. You know what I mean? I ain't really talking about currently, because, you mean? But, yeah, dog, if he would have had that type of back then, whoosh. Man. He needed something in the Serato. Yeah, exactly. He needed something in his Serato. All right, man. Let's get this. Fuck this shit. Yeah, yeah I see this boy. Hilarious. Oh, man. Yeah, that nigga look happy. Yeah. <laughs> All right, let's get into it, man. Fuck mm-hmm. this Oh. 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 Fuck the frail shit. Uh, Cause when my coke come in, they gotta use the scale that they weigh the whales with Carlson's on the cheap, but God he made the prototype Hope you get the picture, but you just can't photo light German niggas make it, kicking down the door and we burning niggas naked 
house costs a million uh, Sitting on the beach and the only thing I know uh, with this furnish, I'ma take it My bathtub lift up, my walls do a 360 We got this shit that the government got Talking money, then you rubbing the spot Real niggas say that they be wild We on the Cayman Islands On a yacht with our favorite albums A bad hole in a plate of salmon Smoking and drinking, nigga, is you thinking that our fate is violent? I love my nigga for the fact that he real And nobody on the back of the square What? And if you facing capital pun, pass me a gun And I'ma give you time to run while I rapidly peel We gon' make it, we gon' make it, we gon' make it Oh yes, oh yes, oh yes. Mm-hmm. We had it again. We had mm-hmm. it again. Ladies and gentlemen, <clears throat> let me clear my throat on some DJ Cool Keith type shit. Man. You know? Um, yo, ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, he, she, they, them, y'all, all of y'all, what up, though? It is your boy, Dodge. I got my boy, Low with me. My boy, Lorenzo and the Benzo, in case you ain't know so. Um, and ladies and gentlemen, welcome to another episode of the Self-Control Podcast, where the energy never dies and the energy never lies. Yes, sir. Never, and, bitch. Uh, we back. We bike, or well, how do I say it? Bike? Bike? Bike. Bike. We bike. bike. Um, episode nine. Um, we've been gone for two weeks. Um, but yeah, uh, a lot of things have happened in this in these past two weeks. Uh, I am currently on vacation. I'm on something. I'm on a sabbatical. I want to call it that. Can I call mm-hmm. it a sabbatical? What, mm-hmm. You can call it that. I'm on a sabbatical right now. Um, I'm. On location via satellite from Charleston, South Carolina. Um, I know y'all usually hear when y'all usually hear from me. I'm in I'm in the A, um, but right now I'm in the Chuck. Right now, man. Um, low, you know he he is where he is. You know Philly to the death. You man, know so. Um, I need a vacation. <laughs> you'll get a vacation soon, brother. One you'll of get, these days, man. One of these days. One of these days when they'll let us come back outside. Oh but yeah. One of the, like one of the reasons I can't even go really go back to Atlanta right now because uh, if I go to Atlanta, I have to do like a fourteen day quarantine mm-hmm. or whatever. Yeah, is that real? Yeah, so it's just like <clears throat> I'm not trying to go back for the quarantine. Yeah, just simply that. Yeah, because that's the thing. Uh, Travel right now is so crazy. I had a relative come into Philly. Uh, recently, and I don't know why they did, but they they end up getting up back up out of here, man. It's like it's really it's really no time to travel. It's really no point, especially with cases going up in right. these select states to and from. Yeah. You know, so yeah, man. Um, Sheesh. it's it's crazy that I went from one hot uh one COVID hotspot <laughs> <laughs> to another COVID hotspot. Mm, mm, mm. Like uh. South Carolina, they they had got low for a minute. They they were low, you know. They mm. wasn't really fucked with nobody. They wasn't. But then, 
them cases started to jump up and everything, man. But um, I'm just listen. All I can do is the, the necessary uh, precautions, which is uh, which is um, uh, wash my hands, like wash wash my hands, mm-hmm. cover my face, sanitize, all that shit. Yeah, we gotta we gotta be better about that. Um, so. Yo, man, keep your fucking mask on, people. I know y'all don't want to, but I mean, we've, uh, our close friend, the homie Tiana, y'all heard her on the, um, on one of our shows, episode six, I believe. She contracted, uh, COVID. Um, she's now, uh, COVID free. But yo, like, she just went out, like, one time. I, I believe that what it was. I think she, like, went to, like, a, a party or, like, a cookout or something like that. I forgot. But yeah, she just went out once and caught the shit. Um, I've had a, another friend who's caught it. Um, yo, man, stay safe out here. Use these masks. If y'all don't know where to get any masks, holla at the boy Will from One Two Three Pens. Um, he got some mm-hmm. some Danhausen masks. He got some <coughs> masks from Warhorse. He got some Lucha some Lucha mask. Um, some pretty. He got some good stuff, man. He got some. Um, he got some good stuff. There's other um, other shops around, you know, who got it. So, yo, just just be safe, man. Uh, we're trying to flatten this curve or whatever this is. Um, yeah. But mostly we just want y'all to be safe. And we want y'all to, uh, you know, to rock with us. We want y'all to still be here with us. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, for the past two weeks, we were, um, we were on a sabbatical. Well, I was on a sabbatical. Low was just in the in the in the trenches, um, and we were both just going. We were both feeling, you know, uh, pretty much the same feeling, but just in different ways, and kind of like dealing with it. Uh, I know, like we re- we really didn't get to talk a lot, but we texted here and there with it, how we were doing. Mm. Um, we also was in our other group chat where with Tiana and Lovely, you know, just checking in on each other with that. And, um, you know, with everything that is going on, we're not gonna, we're not gonna beat y'all head in. Um, listen, we know what's been going on with the speaking out, with the speaking out, uh, movement. And we just want to give our thoughts, our love, our prayers and our supports to the victims and whoever has been brave enough to speak out in this, in this time, um, for the, for the speaking out movement, we want to say that our loves with y'all. You know, y'all have read our uh, our statement, which was so so lovely uh, written by the homie Lorenzo. Um, also, uh, a lot of stuff that's been going on. You know, just with black people, um, it's still going. We still need mm-hmm. justice for Breonna Taylor. Um, mm-hmm. There's still some people who have. Um, who are missing? Um, I think I always forget his name, but I think about this kid a lot, man. Uh, twenty, a twenty-year-old uh, deaf guy, deaf gentleman. Um, he had disappeared in Detroit, and he's been missing for like I think the past two weeks now. For the past two weeks, and I just I've been thinking about him a lot. Um.
I just is you gotta it to have that going on, especially like your death and everything. It's just it's it's scary, man. It is it, it, ah, I got his name. It's Tamir Little. Mm-hmm. It was Tommy a little. I had to do a little bit of research right quick. But, um, yeah, he was last seen on June 16th at 3.30 at his residence in Detroit. And um, nobody's seen him since. Yeah. And uh, he's, 20 year, he's a 20-year-old black male. He's deaf. He uses sign language to communicate. Um, you know, it's... I haven't... I haven't seen any updates for a while about him. Um, so, you know, usually it's June 16th, it's July 3rd. So this is where, you know, people, you know, kind of start to get down and start to kind of start to think the worst. But I just hope this young man, as you know, is just covered and just safe and, I hope nothing has happened to him, man. Like, yeah. I don't know why that particular, like, the Breonna Taylor uh, struck, has always, you know, stuck with me. But this Tamir Little case, it just, it sat with me. It's been sitting with mm-hmm. me a long time, Lorenzo, um, yeah. since I read it. You know, and just, I see his pictures, and it's just, it, it, I won't say choke me up, but it tugs at the heartstrings, man. Yeah. You know, because mm-hmm. uh, I've always thought, like, uh, me and my, I think me and my sister or me, a friend of mine had a conversation was like, would you rather live in darkness or live in silence? And I always thought about, I could live in darkness, but in silence, I don't know what, I, I don't think, I don't know what I could do. I, I I'd probably freak out, you know. Yeah. Um, so that's one of I guess that's always been one of my one of my fears, like not being able to hear, because mm-hmm. I always take things like he like taste, hearing, seeing, as privileges that we as humans get to have that we really don't, you know, we don't. Uh. God damn it. Words have lost. Um, yeah. I'm just saying that we don't really, you know, give it the words on the tip of my head. I can't, I can't even say it, but uh, we need to, we don't appreciate it more. We need to appreciate it more because there are people just like Tommy Little who can't speak, can't hear. Well, he can speak with his hands. I'm sorry. I'm not going to say that, that he can't speak. But um, he can't vocally talk to us. And yeah. I just, my my thoughts and prayers are with him, man. Like that, it's, it's been like that one case that's just really been like, man, like, that's really like, hit me here, bro. Like, for real. Like, that's, yeah. that's, that's been my one. I, I think everybody has had like, a one where they're just like, yo, like, for real. Mm-hmm. Um, and also, uh, the young soldier that got killed at Fort Hood, um, justice for her as well. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm forgetting her name as well, but um, yeah, man, like this, it, it's not right. 
there's a lot of things we gotta, you know, that we gotta we gotta work on, man. And we gotta get together. Um, but it's not a sprint, it's a marathon, like Nipsey has said. Um so we're just gonna keep it going, man. Our what we've said in our, in our pre-production meetings is that we just wanna um we're not trying to bring y'all back, you know, to those moments of where you know sadness and despair and everything like that. We're not gonna backtrack and talk about all the stuff that's been going on. We're gonna talk about some new shit. We're gonna laugh. We're gonna you know we're gonna think. You know we're gonna have some hot takes. Of course, you know it's your boys. We always gonna have the takes. So, um, yeah, man, all I want to say right now, this is for me, and I'm sorry if I've been rambling for like the past 10 minutes, but I just want to say brother? that, um, mm-hmm. I just want to say that, uh, I'm, I'm happy and I'm glad to be back on the air with my brother, my friend, my compatriot, my compadre, um, my partner, my boy Lorenzo. I'm happy to, uh, to be back doing this with, with him, with you. Uh, and I'm happy that we're both back to make content and talk to y'all. Mm-hmm. Um, we love y'all, man. Um, we love making content for y'all. We love the the we we appreciate the love and support that y'all give us. So uh, I'm just happy to be back, man. I'm happy to be back. You know, even if it's on. You know, like how we do it. We, we, we go on Skype and, we, you know, we hit record. You know, even if it's just like that, I'm just glad we back, man. Um, For sure. So, you know, hey, man, we y'all could have been anywhere in the world, but y'all here with us. So you know, y'all know what that means. You know, hey, man, lay back like that white owl, that Philly, that Dutch. You know, <laughs> grab, you know grab your drink. Um, I'm drinking on some. You know how we do it? I'm drinking on some PBR today, man. You know, I'm keeping oh, it man. simple. The classic. The classic. I need to refill myself in a minute, but not simple Sprite and Absolute today. Earlier, I thought you was pouring. I, when you was, when I first saw you with the Sprite, I thought you was pouring up. I nah, was bro. Up. I, I thought you was pouring man. up. Four. I thought you was pouring four. <laughs> I never had a two or four or six or eight in my life. <laughs> By the grace of God. Played with some twos and fours and some eights. Never, never consumed any. Um, yeah, but yeah, yeah, yeah. man, we, we, we it's, know about it's, that. We know about that. We know. It's, 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 you know, because people need help. People need they people. You know, pe- people in the, people in the hood get sick too. We'll right. leave it at that. But right. you know, it's a uh, yeah, man. It's, it's 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 a long line of folks that have that have indulged. But uh, you know, Sprite just tastes great with vodka. So that's what we on today. You know what? I I don't fault you for that because um, now I really don't like Coke in my in some of my like drinks now. Um, I like ginger ale. Like I had a um, I had Jameson and a ginger ale the other day. Loved yeah, it. yeah, for loved sure. it, loved it. Um, Hennessy and ginger ale is actually pretty good too. Mm-hmm. But right yeah, now, yeah. like mm-hmm. right now, I've really just been on my Irish whiskey shit. Like if it hasn't been Jameson, it's been proper twelve. That's Josh, my you, shit right now. You don't like, like, you, don't like you don't like Tully? Who? Tully Mordew? Do? Nah, I haven't nah. tried it. Tully, Tully is nice, man. Tully is dope. Have you tried the proper twelve yet, though? I I have, I have a little while ago. My 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 brother in law. Okay. Proper twelve is dope too, but I, I first of my head that was like my twenty. That 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 definitely had to be like my twenty third birthday, around then, twenty third or twenty fourth. But yeah. I fuck with proper twelve, man. Got I, you, yeah. I like mm. it a lot. I like it, man. It, it's it's smooth. 
It's real mm. smooth, man. Um, so shout out to Conor McGregor. And his right, because that's man. his thing. Right, exactly. Yeah, shout out Conor, man. That shit is. It's my shit. Like every time I like, I take a sip or I take a shot, I just hear like the beginning of that that uh, Tory Lane song, "Stupid Again." Uh, <laughs> where he's like, "That's." He just want to take the time to apologize to absolutely nobody. <laughs> the, proper, the double champ does what he wants. Dog, the twelve, yo, the twelve is there. It yo, definitely yeah, it, it hits. With, it hits. One of the best promos I've ever heard. One of the best promos I've ever heard. Uh, but yo, let's get into the shits, man. Let's let's get into it, bro, bro. Let's, For sure. Um. So what's what's first on on the menu, man? Um. What you what you think is first on the menu? Because everything really first. I I'm ready either way. But for okay, you you want you want to okay. I think let's let's start light and get heavy. As far yeah, as like, all right. Yeah, let's so do let's do it. Let's talk about the latest verses. Oh oh my gosh oh my gosh um. The main reason why I played the song, I even we didn't even I don't, I don't even know why. <laughs> um, but yo, a couple days ago, one of the most entertaining verses I've ever seen. Jada, uh, Jada Kiss against Fabulous Man, and um, this is really entertaining. This is really mm-hmm. fun, really fun to watch. It was really fun to listen to. Uh, I love people like see like I love Jada getting this love. Yeah. You know, he's been supposed to have this love and everything, but like just getting this like whether it's the memes or the gifts or whatever, like I just like how people's been giving him this love. Giving him Me too, man. Giving him his flowers the past couple of days. Um Yeah. But yeah, you know us, you know, Nodge and Love, we always gotta give our sports center analysis of a of a versus battle. So mm-hmm. Jada Kiss and Fabulous battled um, a couple couple days ago, two days ago. Um, they were in the studio together with their DJs. Um, they went to like thirty. Yeah. Because Jada didn't, Jada didn't want to stop after twenty. He was drunk. Um, <laughs> both of them was drunk. Both yeah. of them was drunk. But Jada was like on drunk uncle. Yeah, at, exactly. At the, at the cookout, who who pulls you into the corner, you know, smoking a blunt and tells you how he used to get. Like he'll tell you to look at all the look at all these bitches <laughs> in here, boy. They say, <laughs> boy, when I was your age, I I would have got all all these bitches. Those stages of the cookout, like those, those stages sta- of the yeah, block. yeah, like. yeah. That's those stages of the of the, of the cookout where you all right, just reach it. to the side. You just like oh, oh man, <laughs> like it's those hours. On oh, all right, <laughs> all right, I'm gonna listen. Right, right. <laughs> you got to. You got to. And everybody who and anybody who's listening, y'all have had whether you're black or white or whatever, you've had that one uncle who was who would tell you at the cookout or any family function, or matter of fact, any function to where you know that one time where he was that man. Mm-hmm. And oh, those stories are man. and those stories are always fun. Those stories are oh, always fun. Oh man. Oh my god. Oh, and fun, don't man. and don't and the other relatives, the other old head relatives, don't let them be around listening. Right, you got some, you got some of these families that be around. They 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 they, they air hustling and they like they getting giddy. Like yeah, you hear him running talking about that shit back. Then. And sometimes it'd be like you know, depending on who the uncle is, you'll probably get that conversation afterwards. Like dog, 
he ain't had that much bread. He had a little bit. Yeah, you know, a little they, bit. They yeah, tell you where he check. had. You should have real. <laughs> oh my god. They give you the stat check. Exactly. <laughs> the analytics. Right. Yeah. Yo, have, you, have you ever um, brought a young lady to the cookout? And oh, absolutely. You've gotten, and you've gotten the. You got you got the nod of approval from the from the uncles. Yes. Yes, yes, yes. That's it, 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 they're gonna do that. Like it's, that's it's, big it's, though. That's that's you know, I, especially for for I've, I'll say this for black men, you mm. know, we really do we look for approval, whether it's our clothes, our accessories, car, whatever. We do that's look true. for approval from our yeah. from, from our fellow man. Yeah. So when we have like that beautiful young woman, you know, with us at the cookout who looking fly whether she wearing the nice sundress or she wearing the, you know, the short shorts or whatever that ain't really too revealing, but like, you know, it's summertime, summertime, it's summertime, summertime. <laughs> she got the, the proper, you know, summertime outfit to wear. Like she's here to meet mom, but she's still trying to show that she a bad bitch. You ever ran into the, like, you, you ever had a girl who like, y'all had, Y'all was running to that problem. Like, she's still trying to be presentable and respectful to your moms and to your family and everything at the at the event. But she's still trying to show everybody that, they're like, look, I'm that bitch. Yeah. And y'all better not talk to my man out here. Yeah. It's, yeah, it's all types of fits, man. It's, they be getting them fits off. Ladies, you know ladies, we, we ain't making fun of y'all. We see y'all. We support no, y'all. We love today. y'all for that. We yeah. love y'all for that. We love it. We love a woman who can multi- Who's multifaceted? You know, that right. goes into the lady in the streets and freaking the sheets and everything. Somebody who's presentable <laughs> to mom. Because that's all we really want, right? Somebody who's presentable to mom. Somebody we can, like, yo, mom, that's my girl. She cool peoples. Mm-hmm. Fam, this is my girl. But you can also be like, wait, she could also be with the shits. She's presentable, like you say, and desirable. There you that's go. it. And that's what Jada Kiss was on. And, for um, you know, I mean, you you know, for you for yeah. you, not for the yeah, yeah. <laughs> and Jadakiss was on that. He was on that drunk uncle uh, swag, man. Mm-hmm. But listen, man, I'm a, when I first heard about Fab and Jada, I love Jada, but I'm a Fab fan. I'm a Fab fan, so yeah. I thought it was gonna be. I felt like Fab was gonna get him out of the gate. He was gonna, he was gonna love him out of the gate. Just mm. play the nice girl vibes, the not you know the the club vibes, mm-hmm. and get him out of there. And I knew, and I was talking to somebody. I was like, I saw somebody. I was like, if Jada goes first and he goes into his like his street bag, if Fab tries to keep up with him on the street bag. He's gonna mm. lose. Yeah, and I don't know who chose who did the playlist for Fab. I don't know if it was Booth. I don't know if it was Fab. But in the words of Fab, on a um on a Joe Budden uh, soundboard, somebody did this. Hmm. Like, so, like somebody like what was going on? I, I it felt like he was unprepared at, at, at times, man. Like Jada looked like he was witty. He, yo, it was there. Like I he feel went, like, he went there mm-hmm. prepared, bro. From round four, I'm like, okay, now we, cause I don't know. It was just something about buy 
for me, they, you know, by your side, by your side is by your side. But then I felt like with the trade at all, it was a certain commercialism that Fab was trying to play too. And um, I'm looking at the list right now. Yeah. And I don't know, just from round four, man, it was decided. Like, round, like, four all the way until about, like, four to eight, I'm like, yeah, it's Jada's game right now. Four to eight, Jada's game. You know what I mean? He t- I, I feel like he took all of them, all four of them, all, all four of them rounds. And so the from first... there, I just... Mm-hmm. No, keep going, my bad. No, 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 no. From there, I just felt like it wasn't really, like, like not that it was too out of reach for Fab. I just felt like by then again, you know, my it's, it's about haymakers, man. It's about them overhanded less. If if I, I just I just didn't hear Fab recover from them from them overhanded lefts and rights from Jada. After the, I, after, you know I mean? after the first four rounds, um, I had Jada up four one. Oh no, okay. I had Jada up three one. I had Jada up three one. Mm-hmm. Uh, round one, uh, blackout versus you ain't got nothing. Of course, blackout's gonna win. Yeah. Um, even though I fucking love you ain't got nothing. Like I fuck you ain't got nothing too. Yeah, yeah. But blackout, it's it's locks, it's Jay-Z, it's X. It's just like mm. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like I felt like Kiss took ground one. Also, I didn't you know, know that was an Alchemist beat either. Yeah. You ain't got nothing. Didn't know that. Right. Um I'ma go with Blackout over that. Uh, mm-hmm. round two was recognized over uh Six minutes of death. Mm-hmm. Man, I remember. I remember being. I remember hearing six minutes. Mm-hmm. And I'm sorry, bro. Like, yeah, this you get mm-hmm. like six minutes wins just off of Fab's opening lines. You goddamn right. I'm feeling myself a chauffeur, no fur, willing myself. Mm. What, what was it? Um, I got a homegirl feeling herself, so I can show her the suicides and talk it into killing herself. Like I was like, "What mm, the fuck yeah. is Fab on right now?" Yeah, he they ran that shit. That was that. That was definitely an easy round for Fab. I gave that round to Fab hands. I gave that Wayne, round to Fab. Cash, you know what I mean? You that was that was that was a moment we had to that yeah. I Especially that, when I, I shit hit here, you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. I get I gave that round to to, to Fab. Um, mm-hmm. listen, round three. I'm sorry. I don't know what the fuck Fab was doing. I'm it, not. Put, yeah. I'm not. I'm not putting started up against. Made you look the remix. Nah. He he. But he, bro. He loves that verse, bro. He love that. He love that shit so much. He love the shit he talking about in that shit so much for some reason. It started. You can just tell over the years. He loves that shit. I don't. He. Lo- you could just. You, you know that he likes it. <laughs> yeah, you know I mean, like. I wouldn't like, have put started. Up, I wouldn't have put started up against against Made You Look. That like Made You Look remix was a moment. Come on. It was you know? a moment, yeah. um, and especially it was a moment for the like it was a moment for the South as well because mm-hmm. you can kind of low low key say that Luda came in there and was getting some niggas out like yeah. Uh, Jada, I'm not listen. All three verses are great. Mm-hmm. I feel like Jada Jada kills that kills that song. He's the best verse. But but showed, I see what you're Luda saying. Showed he wasn't no bitch on there. No, showing up to that, you got to show up, show up. You know what I mean? Yeah. Nas, you know, Nas beat these, you know what I mean? He, yeah, 
it was it was about he knew what it was about then he was prepared very well prepared and he represented yeah you know i mean like you, that's the thing at that time somebody had to get somebody from the south had to get on that and because do that I, like that right because i feel like for a minute we didn't know of luda could rap we knew luda could be like silly like i think luda had like that silly rap I, yeah okay i won't say silly rap but like you know he he rapped to the girls he rapped to have a good time it, he it's luda yeah, but we didn't know. Charting. Right, we didn't know if Luda was like, we didn't listen to Luda to bar somebody yeah. to death. Right, and on this song, he was barring niggas to death, and I was yeah. like, ooh. Mm-hmm. So yeah, made you look that that wins. I'm sorry. Um, round four, this is where you was talking about body side versus uh trade it all. Mm-hmm. Uh, a lot of people were saying that trade it all beats body side. I'm sorry, it does not. By it side? It does not. Okay. If you were around when that album came out, okay, and you were also around when Trade It All came out. See, that's my thing. These two songs for me are not in this, like we talk about categories, they're not in the same category. Because if you come with that, like if you follow them with Trade, like that's what I'm saying. I think some of these moments in Fab's career are really moments for him. Like, like we're talking about, like, these are personal you know, moments. Yeah, like started up, you know, that's a Banks joint, you know what I mean? But then he jumped on it, and like, you know, I, you know, I, now I'm not sitting now, you know, people might be listening to saying, well, damn, like, it's Fab, like, in a, it's like in the minor league, like, lyrical, you know, category when it comes to these other guys. And I think through the years, we've heard a lot of people, like, make fun of certain Fab bars and Fab doesn't Fab. Let me tell you something. Listen, Fab is in it. Go, huh? I was going to, no, I was going mm. to give a caveat to what you're saying. I was yeah. thinking back, excuse me, about what you're saying about how, you know, we, we joke about Fab. For whenever sure. you see on Twitter, whenever you see people trying to make bars, you know, light of a situation, what do you see? That that uh, that fabulous picture of him in the studio is somebody making ridiculous bars, like a ridiculous yeah. punchline or whatever. We always <laughs> see that. Right, right, exactly, you know? exactly. So uh, I always felt like Fab has just been like... Um, I feel like Fab, by no means am I saying Fab is not a, a good rapper or a great rapper, which he is. Mm-hmm. I just always I'm gonna I'm, this is my Dave Chappelle. I'm gonna say something that <laughs> I'm gonna say something that I'm not allowed to say. Mm-hmm. As far as career arts, I always look at Fab as like a Kendall Gill. Mm. Carrie Kittles? Kendall Gill. Kendall Gill. Kendall Carrie Gill. Kittles. Like He got a Carrie Kittles bar too, I think. Like like guys that were supposed <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> guys that were supposed to come into the, the into the into the league and they were supposed to like just go crazy. I remember hearing about Carrie Kittles in Villanova. I remember hearing about Kendall Gill from back in the day, back in the day, and they were just supposed to come in and just go fucking crazy. And yeah. I, I'm not, but there was just a certain point where Fab was just supposed to like go. I feel I've always felt like Fab was supposed to be bigger than where he is. You know what happened to Fab? I'm gonna tell you what happened to Fab and a lot because of like guys. right around like that mm-hmm. real talk, that real talk from nothing to something. Yeah, from those two CD, from something was supposed to happen. I don't know. 
I'm gonna tell you something, man. I'm gonna, I, I, and I want to be as honest as I can. Okay. See. The takes, man. The takes. We got. I'm. I'm gonna get beside the 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 versus battle for a minute now. I really like the Fab and Jada album. When you're listening to the Fab, and this is just, I'm not going. This is not. This is not even a conversation about the album. I'm just, just follow me for a minute. The Fab and Jada album is a moment because we know that Fab and Jada are from two eras, right? We like that's something that we kind of know. They're, they're kind of from the same, like some, but but it's it's a little different. Mm-hmm. See, what I mean, the Kiss from Yonkers, Fab Brooklyn, you know, uh, Ghetto Fabulous drops 2001. You know what I mean? It charted at, I think, four. Now, I think around that time I was in the fourth grade, you know what I mean? Fab, you know, holla back, young, and that was like the shit. That was like, you know. Neptunes. Now, by, right, now, exactly, exactly. But, man, I'm going to tell you what happened to Fab. But Fab, Fab was like the youngest, like, New York, like, street fly guy at this time. Now, you got other MCs. You got Hove still rapping, Fat Joe still around, kissing all them balls still around. But guys like Fab, and there's a few more others in there, but I want to particularly want to focus on him. Do you know what happened to Fab around that time and why he didn't go? What happened? Because that very next year in fifth grade, you know what I mean? For me, I remember um, Get Rich or Die Trying coming out. Shit. Get Rich or Die Trying comes out. You know, How to Rob and all of these things been out. 50 really, like, was the Thanos of New York rap because he snapped, he snapped. and literally <laughs> had, like, niggas, like, niggas was around, but niggas, they, they wasn't feeling too good. You know what I mean? Because if Fab is debuting at number four on the Billboard 200, but that next year, 50, you know what I mean? Fabulous, like, he, you know what I mean? The S, Fabulous, 50, the, name, the way the name sounds. I'm not saying this is 50 Cent is a direct referendum against solely Fabulous. I just like Bull really fucked the game up at that particular time, but especially for New York rappers, he was lapping niggas because it was what the presentation was. See, Fab was talking fly shit, he was talking street shit, but people wanted like the boom, back, pump, punch you in your face type shit too, rob you, shoot you. So I don't know. The industry was just on some shit at that time, and I, I think that's why Fab's career didn't didn't you know it, it kind of like plateaued way shorter than what we expected. Yeah, you know I mean? especially as like young people. You know what yeah. I mean? Hold it just on, wasn't man. 96 no more. It just wasn't I'm, 96 no more. You know what I'm I mean? Glad, it was 2001. I'm, I'm happy mm-hmm. you said this. Because yeah. about the whole 50 Thanos thing. Because you're right. He really did. He came and snapped him. A lot of niggas disappeared. But also, he kind of replaced niggas. Yeah. And what you saw in a fabulous and young fly nigga you know, with the, the bar- baritone, you could say? Yeah. Baritone voice? Yeah. Baritone, baritone vo- voice, light brown skinned, you know? Yeah. All he, 50s did, oh, y'all kind of like that? I got this guy. Lloyd Banks. Because I've always asked this question. What is the difference between Lloyd Banks and Fabulous? Hmm. Name me a difference. I if think you close, Lloyd. If, if, mm-hmm. if you close your if you close your eyes, you don't think that Lloyd Banks could give you a soul tape? Oh, he absolutely could. He absolutely could. Cause Banks is Banks is that Banks that bull. It's just about what we, this the shit we've heard him on, and the way we've heard him talking. Imagine you know Banks I mean? on the young on Young OJ. Yeah. 
Yeah, man. Like now, close your eyes and think about Fab on Playboy, mm. or Warrior, or Karma. Mm. Mm. What is the difference between between this? There's no difference. Like Fifty came in, and, and all the the young rising stars that was coming out of New York, he kind of gave you. Those repackaged into his image. Fab, who was like you said, was up and coming, charting with with younger and how with younger in the Ghetto Fabulous album with the the little Mo Superwoman and all that, like yeah. all that stuff. Right. Boom! Get the fuck out of here. I got somebody better. Here's Lloyd Banks. Yeah. And and, and that's a th- yeah. G Unit was some shit, man. And then Young Buck, you know what I mean? Like the Southern artists, you know what I mean? Like the, you know, your Buck Buck wasn't on, you know. And yeah, it's, you know, it was, it, that was quite a time in rap, bro. That was just quite an interesting, you know. But just G about. Unit, G mm-hmm. Unit was the NWO of rap. <laughs> I don't care what nobody's. Yeah, it really G, was. G Unit was the NWO of rap. Dude. And fucking. You, Eminem was Bischoff. <laughs> <laughs> But Loki is Bischoff. Loki, so I mean, as, far as, as far as business practices, is, who's, is to say, click- who's, to say Eminem, who's to say Eminem ain't Bischoff? Yeah, that's funny. I don't know why this popped into my head. It's like, who is Ruthless Records? Like, it's The Click. Is that like Ruthless Records, NWA? The Click? Uh, like, like, what is that? Is that- <laughs> uh, okay. Let's talk about it. We're here. I don't know how we got here. <laughs> thank you, thank you, Jada and uh, Jada and Fab for getting us here. But yeah, we're gonna talk about it. Okay, I was, I've been thinking about this for a minute, right? Mm-hmm. Undertaker. Everybody was talking about who, what rap legend he is. Undertaker's not a rap legend. I can't compare him to a rap legend. Undertaker to me now, especially now that we see him in like the last ride and how he's talking and everything. Undertaker is Jay Prince. <laughs> Let's do it. We could do that. We could definitely do that. Thank Under- you. Undertaker is Jay Prince. Dog. And the BSK <laughs> was rap a lot. <laughs> we could definitely do that. Oh, man. Where, where's the lines? Where, where, where are the lines? If you sit and you think about how Jay Prince acts sometimes, and you think about Undertaker... What's the what's the difference? What's what's No, uh, I like that. How we could use that. Yeah. As far as the click, uh listen man. I'll give you a... Yeah. I'll give you the I I give you uh the click was ruthless NWA for a minute. Um mm-hmm. But then you got like that whole DX phase, and I don't know if that's still if that still is like click, but it's, it's DX Lynch mob. It's like no, I don't know, man. I'm just saying. No, nah, you don't. No, nah, you can't compare DX to Lynch mob, man. That's not even fair. 
uh, call it nation of domination, glitch mob. Oh, I like that. I'm just saying in terms of like this lineage we were speaking about, with, yeah. like you know NWO, Nash and Hall. You know they was in you know Fifty Cent G Unit. I you just know, I'm just Fifty just. Just think about the lineage. Yeah. Yeah, man. Fifty G Unit NWO man. That's just. Yeah. No, that matches. That's that's it. That's I'll, it. I appreciate and, fifty. I appreciate fifty so much for what he for what he did to hip hop in that time. I appreciate. I appreciated it. We needed competitiveness. We needed. We needed an anti hero. We, we we needed it, man. We needed it, and we kind of needed a bad guy. We needed it. Yeah, we needed it, man. And I mean, that's the thing. You know, Jada caught a lot of that smoke. Fat Joe caught a lot of that smoke. It was a crazy time for all of those guys. Some guys responded in certain ways, but hey, man. But when we talking about not necessarily like rap beef, but when we talking about like like chart, like competitiveness, and like who's selling and you know presentation and packaging and all of these things to be to to to, to be marketed, Fifty just had the whole thing just shut down. You know what I mean? And everything led to him. Everything was through him. Like Fifty okay. had home court advantage for like five years, ten years almost. Let me ask you this. Why around eight? Why did Fab play Brooklyn against Band from TV? Such a classic song. Why yeah. would you do that? Again, it's like moments that he feels. I feel like it's moments for him, or that moments that he feel like he can match up to Jada in this moment. Because again, for me, it's about eras, and it's like okay, like the era when Band for TV hit as a moment, right? But then like Brooklyn, you know what I mean? That that's that's like you know, whole Uncle Murder, like. Like, like, in the eyes of Fab and, like, his, like, Fab people, like, you know, I guess that's a moment. But I just think that somebody like Jada was a part of so many moments that, like, a lot of these guys that's a little younger than him but a little older than, like, most guys these days you could put him, like, battles with and, like, they won't. It just, it's, it's just not happening for them. That's how you know you had an elite MC all of these years with somebody like Kiss. You know what I mean? And that's why I was trying to say, like, earlier, like, with the memes and shit, like, I don't necessarily want to say, like, you know, Fabs, like that's the thing. This conversation kind of be had in tears. Like, what tier, based on fabulous skills, what tier is he on? You know what I mean? As like an MC, you know what I mean? I think he's probably sold a, a, a you know, back to that conversation about him at fifty. He's probably chartered a bit more than than Jada. Um, yeah, I mean, especially like straight out the gate. You know, I got to go back and see like what Kiss the Duff and all I did. But, but yeah. you can't think. But you can't think about like. As far as charting, are we talking about like solo or are we talking about just like features as well? Um, no, we could do features because that, yeah, I mean, because you know, you got Mariah, yeah, for sure, you know. Um, also, mm, yeah, I want to ask you this what would you, what would, if you were fabulous, what would you have put young OG against? Against Jada, if I'm fab. What am I putting Young OG? You saying like if 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 I'm Fab playing Young OG, like what would I? Because he played he played that against the uh, blood pressure, right? But you asking me if I was what would you have played? Was, what would you have played it against? I wouldn't have played it against blood pressure. Oh, he said what would I have to play Young OG against? Shit, I I think I probably would have saved it probably for the next round, for the can I live? I mean I I mean how close can you get? Yeah, you know I mean like because I'm not. I don't know if I'm putting that against victory, 
I would yeah, never I mean, put I would never put that against victory. So anything you loses know, to victory. Anything Right, like everything on down was crazy. Like everything from like eight, banned from TV was eight. Then he had blood pressure. Then he hit you with the can I live. Then he hit you with victory. Then he hit you with D block. Like then he hit you with, come on, man. It's like it was like you Yo, can't do nothing good, with that. I see what you said because he's really he really likes uptown vibes. He really does like it's he loved his shit. Though he loved these moments with these niggas. Meek, like he loved that. Like <laughs> Meek is a young boy. He loves that kid for some reason. Cause you, but you know against mighty D block, nah, man, no, no. Uh, that's why I'm like, but but yeah, it's it's a lot. But I mean, I why think, would you put I, throw it in the bag against knock yourself out? Like, yeah, I mean, like it's crazy. Young and, you and lo- young and mm-hmm. like, I wouldn't have put young against run because I like that Ghostface and Jada song run. I want yeah, like to put that. I want to put that. I want to put Youngin against Knock Yourself Out. Right. Right. Battle of the Pharrells. We, we, I, I do that. Then he put You Be Killing Him against All About the Benjamins. Yeah, man. It's, it's, it's The errors start clashing. And it's like, no, we can't do this. Yeah, I mean, um, but to kind of go back on something I said a little bit earlier, it's actually Jada, who... Uh, I'm surprised that Jada used Ride or Die, bitch. Mm. I was surprised. I didn't think he'd use it. And that's actually yeah. one of my favorite Lock songs. Mm. I mean, We Are The Streets is one of my, is one of my favorite Lock's albums. If I had to choose any, yeah, that's my favorite Lock's album, We Are The Streets. Mm-hmm. But Ride or Die, But bitch, I just want to... Yeah, I just want to... For sure, absolutely. I just want to uh, go back on something that I said. It's actually Fab who kind of has charted more overall than... I mean, it's actually Jada. I'm, I'm sorry, I keep misspeaking. It's actually Jada who's charted overall more than Fab. It's just that, like, in recent years, Fab has had certain singles, but, like, I, like Fab hasn't had a number one album yet. You know what I mean? Like, Kiss of Death was a number one album. So, you know, it's 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 it's... it's, it's pros and cons but again man it's i do, do like the agree? relationship of fab and jada like the i, do like, I like it this, a lot the, you know what i mean the, the, the you know this tag team this kind of evil sonata thing that they're doing um but yeah it's 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 it's, it's jada is just you know he's he's, he's just he's just not going to lose because he has so many of these moments somebody told me uh i was talking to somebody breathe beats we gonna make it Excuse me? Yes. Come on, man. That's not even like a thing. Breathe Beats, we gonna make it. Now, listen. I love Breathe more than the next person. I love the Real Talk album. Like, I'd fuck with the Real Talk album. Tip for tat. Yeah. Like, like, that was a great album. But y'all telling me that Breathe beats we gonna make. That's why I had to play we gonna make it just to like the first four words. Y'all know what it's hitting for. Right. Fuck the frail shit. shit. <laughs> like, and what I love so much about we gonna make it, I've seen girls, I've seen women rap bars to this song. Oh yeah, I've seen women, you know, 
say the lines, and if you facing capital punt, hand me a gun. I'm like, <laughs> <laughs> all right, <Yeah>. where? <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> like, you're getting like that. Yeah, you know it. it like um, I was saying, I was also telling somebody else about this. Um, but this is not about breathe. But this is about we gonna make it. You know what? I love all right. Kendrick Lamar's all right. I love it. I, I love the spirit. I love the Mel Pharrell beat. I love it. But I've always felt like. We go make it kind of like, I don't know. First of his name. I feel like, yeah, we going to make it. All right, like, nah, we going to be all right. But no, we going to make it. It. Specific, specification. We, right, we going to make it. Not we going to be all, all right. We gonna all, be all right, right is vague. Right. Yeah, it's day. Like, what we gonna be like, all right about? Yeah, it specifies a, an an exact thing. You know what I mean? Like, well, that's why gonna, I always say shit like we gonna win because if you uh, we know what that means, like a win. You know what I mean? But it's, yeah, that's that's that 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 but, hit that moment was the first of its kind. But like, we gonna mm-hmm. make it, and like, and seeing some of these protests and seeing like it had like it em- like when you hear that like it embodies that we gonna make it. That's why I love it. That's why I've always loved We Gonna Make It. It's a battle cry. It is a battle cry. It's a rallying call to the hustlers, to the downtrodden, to whoever who isn't. Like, yeah. I don't know how anybody else feels. Let us know on self at, at self control pop on Twitter <laughs> or let me know. Right. There's. It, has there ever been a time where, like, you going to work or you having a fucked up day or whatever, and you hear that song, you just like, all right, like, let's go, let's do this. I'm ready, I'm hype. You know, just because, like, the beat, the cadence, the chorus, the way that Fab and Jada, not Fab and Jada, excuse me, the way Styles and Jay, like. There is no back and forth flow that I love the most. Other, like, I'm mm-hmm. sorry. You can talk about Run DMC, they back and forth all you want. Jada and Styles piece back and forth bar game is bar none. Right. Like, sometimes I feel like they just in there freestyling. Like, right. they just in there. Like, yeah, they, they just. just like they just in there together at one by they just in there like just rapping. Like that's how they make me feel so Bro, remember when they did Otis? Yeah. Oh my God. Now, like, I wanna why can't we get a Jaden Styles be album? Yeah, we need that immediately. Why we, why we can't just get that? We need no, that. No no disrespect to Sheik Loot. No, because Sheik bar- bars it. But they got they got some things to figure out. The two of them as MCs and like what you know what I mean? Cause there's a lot of conversations that go on in my family about like styles and kids who you like, you know what I mean? And I think we definitely need that. We need that ghost versus you know what I mean? Like we 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 yeah, like we need that ghost versus Jason. Right. Ghost versus yeah. We need that ghost 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 in the shell versus Jason, man. Like because yeah. 
I don't know if you heard Styles' latest offering, uh, Ghost Your Enthusiasm. Oh, I've not, I've not heard that, bro. I've not heard. Let's put it, guys. It, listen, it's there, brother. You know, Styles is always there when you need him. Whenever you need a good word from 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 bro, good brother David, yeah, yeah he's. Ah, oh, I love that. I love that guy's music. But yeah, he uh, he put a he put a freestyle on the, on the joint because it was like a um like a phone freestyle because of the you know because of the corona and shit and right. yeah man it's just entertaining and they, but they need to figure that out like they really yeah, yeah. juice bar flows man I want to go to this juice bar. Yeah, yeah, me too. Me too. Bar, me too. Yeah, to we got. Bar. We probably got to figure that out. Uh, should get. Yeah. Should get. Should get. You know, we got to figure that out. Definitely. Definitely. Um, yo, man. So shout out to you know versus versus doing that thing. Um, you know, Swiss is, is doing it. Uh, shout out to Jada. Shout out to Fab. Definitely a moment. A great moment in hip hop. Um, they haven't announced any more versuses. Um, so. Um, We'll see what happens. Um, yo, I wanted to ask you, what did you think about this whole uh, this Swiss Buster Drake thing? Swiss Buster Drake thing. Okay, so uh, Swiss was online a couple days ago uh, uh-huh. with Buster. There was this track that I guess uh, that Buster did. Uh, it was a Dilla beat. I guess Drake came to Buster for a Dilla beat or whatever. And I guess Buster got on the beat, and somehow the, the track never came out. But Swiss has always felt some kind of way. He was on the live, kind of real, feeling real nice, you yeah. know. And he, he was calling him, you know, calling him pussy boy, and you know he was he was talking. And then you know Chubbs gets on Instagram, and you know he says, "Keep that same energy when we see you, pussy." You know, you know how Chubbs is. You know, Chubbs is the yeah. right hand to drink, you know. Exactly. Hmm. You know, then Swiss goes on Instagram and says that, uh, you know, he apologizes or whatever. He's like, he put the wrong energy out and all this shit. And my whole thing is like, my nigga, like, yo, if you don't like what a nigga's doing, you're allowed not to like what a nigga's doing. You're allowed. You're allowed. You're allowed not to like it. You're allowed to feel some kind of way. Right. You know, don't let what... I want to know why is everybody so scared of Drake? Why was Swiss <laughs> to be afraid of Drake? Why would that happen? I, th- I think people like to attach like a person's level of celebrity or like then what they perceive as to be like a certain amount of money that that person may have access to i guess also like popularity accomplishments i guess in the eyes of a lot of people like somebody like swiss beats his brand and like legacy and all of these things isn't like big as somebody like drake's for whatever reason they would think that um and then they turn it into like based on that whoever has i mean in, in their eyes whoever has that higher standard of status they then want to somehow apply like the the power that a person has which it does equate to that sometimes or like i guess like a person's like masculinity right i think especially in conversations about hyper masculinity is based on how, how successful a nigga is that mean how much more of a man he is so then people don't so people in conversation and talk about that man as if he's like some type of like tough person or, like he's like this larger than life person that people should be fearing 
I think it got something to do with that. People just are really fucking delusional. And yeah, back to your question, it's like, why? Yeah, why would it? I it's, it's for me. It's just it's like it's like it's like I yeah. You know I mean, it's just based on how people are having these conversations. It's like they must think these things. Like, but that's that's yeah. Why are people scared? If they are, is, is Drake the new book? Be? Is Drake the new Candyman? You can't say his name. Drake must be the new Shug. Like, I, yeah, I don't know. It's just like it's, it's <laughs> I don't know what's going on out here, man. Like, but you know what though? If I could look at anybody in that whole OVO crew who I would think is really, really, really about that, I would say it's Chubbs. Yeah, I believe Chubbs about that. Yeah, because he he's he from one of them blocks in Toronto where shit got busy at once upon a time or prize the was or something. You know, because I know and if people I, remember. And with a name like Chubbs, name like like, I'm not doubting any nigga named Chubbs. Yeah, you remember the what you call a video, right? You know, I forget the name of the song, um, but it was the the uh, the, the they know uh, chorus. They know they know that whole headlines. thing. I just forget the headlines. Right? I I know it was some OVO shit, some Drake shit, some some special title. Um, but in in the video, he's when he has on gloves, he has on like all black, and he's like it's like it's like this fucking weird ass Soul Train line going on, and he's like, like walking down these two it's like it's like it's like these two lineups of gentlemen they're wearing black he's wearing black and he's in the middle like walking in the middle of them why yeah. they like in like a single yeah i think like chubbs is either from like one of them blocks and i remember when they were talking about the shooting of the video um that scene was supposed to represent a meaning of uh, a moment of unity for these two rival blocks somewhere in toronto or some shit like that like but apparently like chubbs is from like either one of those blocks or some shit um but yeah, he's probably the only one that's about that because he's from yeah. that. So yeah, yeah. And plus, like I seen him in the um, no guidance video. Yeah, and he just don't like. You don't really see like see him smile a lot. <laughs> yeah, exactly. You know, I, I, there's a couple of times where you see him smile, but like a lot of times he's just like he be behind like yo, I'll fuck all y'all up right now. Like, right. I don't like like he's the one like like I don't like none of y'all. Yeah. Like you that's what he strikes me like the I don't like none of y'all like type of nigga. Like I don't like none of y'all in here. And I know y'all more famous than me, but I don't like none of y'all personally. Um but yeah, also more beef. Freddie Gibbs and Academics. Yeah, man. Yo, Academics is talking real, real spicy lately, man. Very. Very. He's drinking oh. a lot. Oh, hold up, man. If y'all expect to hear some wrestling shit, let's get some wrestling shit out the way. Yo, EO, mm-hmm. Shirai, and Sasha killed that shit. It yeah, was they tore it. Tore down all the way down. Big Bank Sasha, Big Bank Bisha. You know how it goes down. Um, The fucking draw. Bang, bang, bang. Watch that shit. WWE Network. Anyway, DJ mm-hmm. is tripping. I know y'all want to hear yeah. some wrestling shit, but like we really don't like ain't really popping in the wrestling right now, y'all. You know, New Japan Cup. That. Yeah, I mean oh. that's about it. New Japan Cup. Yeah, I feel finals you know is set. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, you know, but ain't nobody. See, that's the thing. American wrestling right now, I think, is in this place of like you can't really like talk about it without acknowledging like the fuck shit and the cess that's within all of it. You know what I mean? Um, yeah, so I think our I really inclination. Don't feel like- yeah. And I really don't feel like talking about the fuck shit that's going Excellent. on in wrestling. Right, right. That's why I think our inclination is like, you know, 
because it's like it, it's not it's not fun. You know what I mean? Because you know where I'll go with that shit. I'll listen. Yeah. I'll, this episode will get dark real quick. Yeah, but, no, well, I think, well, I think I we're mean, doing good. If y'all want us to bar y'all to death <laughs> about shit, we can do that. We just rather not bar y'all to death on the function that is going on and um in wrestling. And uh shout out to to the homies from Two Broke <laughs> Two Broke Jones. Yo, they was they were talking about they were talking about our show. They were talking about self-control. And they were like, yo, oh my God, a lot of stuff is going on in wrestling right now. Like people is dying and you know, CTE and like it's a ladies, there's a lot more fuck shit than CTE going on right now. For real. You know, but it was dope the way like yeah. how concerned they sounded. They're like, sure. you always hear about these sports like football and everything and hockey with the CTE, but nobody ever talks about wrestling. And like, I'm not trying to make fun of y'all with that whole, my whole voice, but that's just how girls sound in my head. That's that's just how, how all girls sound <laughs> in my head. How all, even my mom, like all girls sound like that little <laughs> imitation I just did. That's how all girls sound in my head. So they doing their thing though. Shout out to them. Yeah, shout out to two broke Johns. But, um, Yo, man. Yeah, Ack is on some shit, bro. Yeah, yeah. I don't know. We don't want to bar y'all. We don't want to bar y'all to death. We don't want to bar y'all to death. There's a lot of fuck shit going on in wrestling, and we just we not with the fuck shit, man. We see it every day, and it's just fucking nauseating. You know, so we just rather talk about some cool shit in the culture right now. So if y'all want to hear some shit about the culture, rock with us. If y'all want to hear about you know, storytelling from the storytelling and the psychology from the uh, the damn Roderick Strong and Dexter Loomis match. Y'all can go listen to Smart <laughs> to Death. Y'all can listen to them niggas over there. Yeah, certain uh, things is like, yeah, certain things yeah. are important, I feel like. And it's a moment. hear about AEW ratings. Y'all can go ahead and fuck with Brian Alvarez. Like, you know. Yeah. But I just think it's a moment in which, like, you know, it's important to prioritize the self. Like, when we come out and talk about versus, we're talking about artists and people that's within the black vanguard that give us our language, our our sounds. You know what I mean? And uh, it's 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 a celebration of that. You know what I mean? It's you know, I I feel like you know Juneteenth is for more than one day. You know, um. So when we are discussing like a versus battle or like something about black music or black culture, it's just about you know. The love of self, because this is a real moment right now. Protests haven't ended. You know what I mean? Um, people are still being named in a lot of things. People are still being arrested. Right? So we just want to... Uh, Yo, they just got know. Epstein girlfriend up out of here. That's who, that's who comes to mind. You know what I mean? So, like, you know, know it's, it's about it, priority. Yeah, man, it's, always, it. it's always a madam. It's always a madam. Somebody got to, you know... Um, mm-hmm. the, the nigga with the... Um, the girl from Smallville, that little sex coach she was in, they just swooped in and got somebody else. They about to get the girl from Smallville on racketeering and sex trafficking and shit. She about to look like, she about to do, like, yo, man, like, shit is nasty out here, man. Shit is yeah. super fucking nasty out here, y'all. And y'all laughing about fucking Velveteen Dream getting in an accident. Fuck wrong with y'all these days, bro. Anyways, Priorities. Anyways, Ag is tripping, yo. He's talking about Chrissy Teigen. Um, and then Complex got him the fuck out of here on suspension. Uh, when he, I guess, on that, that same Twitch or whatever, 
where he was talking about John Legend needs to go check his bitch. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, uh, Complex didn't like that too much. It suspended him. Uh, Twitch has also permanently banned him from Twitch or whatever. He's not allowed to be on there no more. So yeah, what a good, and that's his that's his baby. That's his you know what I mean. That's his main. He's an idiot. Like, um, have you seen what was going on with the whole Freddie Gibbs um, shit though? Just yeah, I've been, whole, yeah. It's yeah, just I've been saying it. Yeah, a whole crazy war of words over nothing. And so did you see how it started? I did. I you know should I should I run it down? Yeah, run it down. So. You know, I you know I'm gonna you know backtrack. I am a huge fan of uh, the era of Southern hip hop when you know Jeezy first came out. You know, Gotti was starting to bubble. That's like that's like one of my favorite eras in rap. And some of my favorite rap music has come out of that. Some of my favorite rappers have come out of that. Favorite songs, bars, etc. You know, Jeezy is one of my favorite rappers of all time. Um, a little while ago, he signed a guy named Freddie Gibbs. Um, signed him to CTE World. Freddie Gibbs became one of my favorite rappers. Um, Freddie Gibbs is from a very uh, specific place. Not in location, but of mentality and brotherhood that uh, my family kind of has in common with. And I picked that up on his lyrics. And I was like, okay, this guy is talking some shit I about mean, some shit that my his, folks. His, but, place is, his place is well known. Where he's from. Oh yeah, absolutely, absolutely, right, absolutely. He's from Gary, Indiana. Um, absolutely. And shout out to our Indiana family at the moment. Um, and shout out to Michael. He's from absolutely. Gary, Indiana. Absolutely. And shout out to Jay Rose. I finally got my uh, Black Lives Matter. Um, you know what I mean? Shirt in the mail. Love you, bro. And we're gonna talk soon, as always. Shout um, out to fucking Jay Rose, man. Right. Um, while we while we brought up Indiana, I couldn't say Indiana without saying. Oh, you know, and shout out to Elm. Shout out to Elm. Also, absolutely. Absolutely, her uh, their eminence. But you know, this came this 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 era in hip hop, like I'm saying, you know, was very it's very near and dear to me. All of these things, right? Freddie Gibbs gets signed to CTE. Those things kind of go sour. Blah blah blah, right? And we know how we all know how this goes in rap music. Um, a couple weeks ago, Freddie Gibbs had a interview with Bootleg Kev. Um, in which, you know, a lot of a lot of interesting specific things going on in people's lyrics these days and on Twitter. So a lot of stuff is being talked about in that interview. Um, Jeezy's name usually comes up in Gibbs music, I mean, often. Um, whether if he's, like, mentioning a time in which he was signed to CTE or a moment that happened, you know, he's some, you know Jeezy's name comes up. So it was a part of the interview where, G, where Freddie Gibbs had said that, uh, you know, he was asked a question about like certain rappers who are like relevant right now and like you know based on where the game is it's kind of changing lyrics seem to kind of be becoming of more importance as it once was um but Gibbs had mentioned um that you know uh that Jeezy wasn't necessarily music- musically relevant anymore um and I think like the next day on Everyday Struggle um academics have some things to say some things to say about that and then like Gibbs replied, which you which he usually does. And a lot of times when Gibbs say stuff about people on the internet, like usually just like he says it and like I guess like shit, you know, cause it'd probably be like some real crazy fly shit and like, you know, motherfucker just keep it moving. But Ad kept up with it. This whole thing around uh, you know, Jeezy actually being more relevant than Freddie Gibbs. 
um, was kind of academics uh, take, you know, Freddie, you know, Jeezy has classics. Freddie gives you don't um, was another point he made. And it went all so far. He went as far to say that he himself, academics, made more money than Freddie Gibbs and all of these things. Um, and it, from there, this went really downhill. You know, a couple, like, Twitch sessions, he got really drunk, you know. And from, you know, the standpoint I think where Freddie Gibbs was coming from, he just was like, well, I'm just going to, like, troll this guy to death because you don't really get any points from necessarily, like, trying to, you know, score off of a kid like academics. So I think Freddie just used the moment to just, like, troll the shit out of him. You know what I mean? And it, it kind of worked. Uh, when you think about it, but um, and you, I got some of the really could have got mm. touched when he brought up like his kids and shit. Like, yeah, absolutely, and other people brought up Gibbs' kids too, and he was like, to that in a certain way. Like, really, shout out to to Gibbs for like really just like just still troll, like con- continue to just troll. Yeah, he he kept his foot there. Yeah, he did because like, especially like the the kind of man of character that we think we know of Gibbs to be, you know, finballing this bitch. Um, <laughs> right. Yeah, niggas can get touched. Like, that nigga, like, that's, you know, VL, all you know, all day. Big exactly. rabbit. You know, right. so it's just like a lot of restraint shown. You know, so shouts out to that. I just think yeah, that uh, with it's, that, it's just mm-hmm. it's stupid. Because then this whole the girl Selena Powell comes into this whole shit or whatever and it's it's dumb, man. It's really dumb. Uh but it's so damn entertaining because Freddie is taking all this stuff and making money off it. People are buying shirts. He mm-hmm. made shirts about as with academics as a teletubby. So <laughs> he also said that he was gonna push his titties together. <laughs> Yeah, and that's what I'm saying. Like, I can have this conversation from a new, nuanced standpoint too. Is it's a lot because a lot of what Gibbs is saying, and like I said, he's from a certain place, right? You don't want to interact with a person like this in a certain amount of ways. But then, you know, when you a man is from a certain place, like, and you know, you know a guy to not necessarily be on the same level as you, uh, uh, I guess, like, um, masculine wise. Yeah, you know I mean, you didn't, you didn't, you, 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 you know, what I mean, you kind of digging that, you know. That homophobic bag a little bit. You start talking about like you know, and that's the thing. The six nine came up. You know, six nine came up in the conversation, and uh, it's a lot, right? But hey, man, it's a very fucked up world we living in. It's a very fucked up moment we in too. And uh, for me, I don't expect somebody like Freddie Gibbs to handle a situation like that, like he Cornell West. You know what I mean? Because uh, I seen certain things said online, um, and about like you know, it's this and that going on in the world. But y'all talking about, you know, academic, you know, because there was a lot that was said, like, you know, like somebody said something about like, yeah, he could have talked about academics like supporting a pedophile. And it's like, well, he kind of did. And he kind of referenced that. He just kind of referenced it in a really black, you know, aggressive black male way. Yeah. But, yeah, I mean, he he definitely did talk about the pedophilia. So it, it, it's a lot. Yeah, you know I mean, I just don't expect a motherfucker like Freddie Gibbs to sit up here and, and be like fucking Joe Kennedy with you. To be a fucking diplomat when this nigga is a whole vice lord, <laughs> you know what I mean? And like he, you talking about this nigga's kids? I, I just don't know what you want a guy like that to do. Who also like you know this nigga used to sell crack at thirteen. Like what you want him? What you want him to do, bro? <laughs> yeah, you know I mean like so. This that's my take on shit, that. This man I know what I'm trying to do in the world as a man, but you know, huh? I love Freddie Gibbs interviews, man, because like me too. Me his too. stories are hilarious because there was this, I was watching something yesterday, 
where Freddie Gibbs was talking about how he used to make fun of his daddy because his dad was like a singer or whatever at that time. At the same time as Michael Jackson was was a kid and Gary, so they used yeah. to have, so they used to compete in talent shows. He used to lose the mic. Exactly. So Freddie Gibbs was talking about he used to be on TV talking about <laughs> look at Mike whipping your ass. <laughs> <laughs> Mike, like. Nigga. <laughs> and his dad said, fuck you and fuck Mike. <laughs> <laughs> Dog, like, Gary is, yo, Gary is a trip. They get up yeah, out of that drum. Yeah, man. Shout Had out to Gary. turn Gary. a couple tricks. Yeah. Right, right, man. Oh, man. It was um, a really fun episode, man. I'm glad to be doing this with you. I thought about what you said earlier in the intro. Yeah, man, we, we, we definitely needed to get back. Yeah, man, we definitely got to do that, bro. Definitely got to do this. It, it's needed. Yeah. Um, but on some real shit, uh, I I really didn't watch any Fighter Fest. Um, I only watched the match that you told me about, low about the uh, the Sasha and EO match. Uh, I'm real kind. Of, I love EO Shirai, man. EO Shirai is beautiful. And such a talented Absolutely. You know, worker. Um, I, it was something about heel EO, though, man. Yeah. And then it was like something about heel tweener or like something about tweener EO at one point. And now they, they got her like pure face now. And it's just like. <laughs> yeah. It's not it's not touching the same. It the music, it, like it the theme ain't hitting no more. Nah. Yeah, I mean, the demon like, ain't hitting no more, man. Like the gra- the gravy is bland. It's not. It's not. You know what I mean, it ain't got that that soul in it. It ain't got them colors aren't in it. Vi- colors aren't vibrant. Yeah, exactly. You know, food has no taste. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god! Like, like I'm t- like that's what I'm saying. Like when when EO turned heel and like that whole theme had like in the the lighting and it like all that shit. That was made for a championship run. And, like, it looks dope, but, like, it, she a face. Right. Well, I don't know what it is, man. I, I don't know. I just, I like heels, man. I do. I do. I love heels, too. I, I, like, I like heels, man. The heels was a great heel. And, um, or becoming one, uh. So now we'll see what's going on. Do you um, remember when the dude said the out of pocket shit to her and she like shit? I'm Japanese. Oh yeah, I'm Japanese bitch. Yes, that was that was split. the shit. Shout out to that. Oh my god, that was yeah. That's when I knew. I'm like yo, this girl even in Orlando, man. I mean, giving oh, up the game. Japanese bitch. It does. It just drops into a split like Japanese. Damn. Like right. I'm I'm gonna finish stretching. You can still talk shit. You know what I mean? Dumbass. Oh man, that was such a great that it's a great like ten seconds, man. Yeah, man. Um, I didn't watch any Fighter Fest. Uh, I I don't know so AEW, man. I sometimes <laughs> like sometimes AEW be on like I can't like how can you fuck with this? And then sometimes like I can see why this, why people fuck with this. Yeah. Um. I watched this little vignette or whatever a couple of days ago with, with your boy, with your boy, mm-hmm. Joey Janela and Sonny mm-hmm. Kiss. Yeah. That was actually pretty cool. 
Like they got some good shit going. I don't know yeah. if they're trying to do like some some type of Miami Vice with them too or whatever. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, man, that would be you dope. Know, Joey Janela and Sonny Kiss that kind of works. I I, I kind of fuck with it, but yeah. they're like, but this is my thing. AEW's tag division is fucking convoluted as shit. Yeah, exactly. Also, I like that is the most. It's the Western Conference of fucking wrestling right now. Yeah, like, exactly. I don't even know who's in the heavyweight division in AEW. Who's contending for a heavyweight title? Or like they got that dumbass Wednesday night dynamite belt. Was it the dynamite title? The, the TNT, TNT title. Belt. TNT. It's technically a TBT title, but they just named it after the channel. TNT. Okay. Yeah. That ugly-ass belt. Mm-hmm. You know, after they was talking shit about the 24-7 belt. Um, like, bro. Like... They st- I think... Like, like, they, like, that's the thing. This COVID is hitting everybody, but... It's really hitting. It's hitting them hard, and I'm gonna tell you why. It's hitting WWE hard because they dumb. They, they would just if they just was to just take care of their company, like wipe their ass. You know what I mean? Clean their kitchen. The company would be fine, and it wouldn't be no. But AW, I think, lost a lot of momentum because like like the crowd being present for their television show in particular, AW Dynamite versus a show like NXT, which is being shot at the PC. I mean, well, which is being shot at Full Sail now. You know. But I really think the crowd not being there for their shows, like, it really, like, it, I, I just think it hits the shit out of their creative. Because I think for them, the crowd and thus the momentum of the crowd, how the crowd felt, everything that the AEW guys talk about online, everything was all siphoned through the crowd being there, like, for certain moments. Like, when Moxley first, you know what I mean, debuts. And I feel like they always kind of use the crowd as, like, this, like, like mnemonic device to measure how to book and how to be creative. And mm. I, I think without that crowd now, Cody and Kenny and them is, like, confused because that's the thing. These guys are performers. You know what I mean? They know what it's like to... They know what this shit is like. They performed at Wrestle Kingdom. They performed at the Dominions, at the, you know what I mean, the, 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 big, the big ring of honor events and shit like that. So they know, they know what the stakes is like. And so when you no longer have a crowd to tell you, like, what the fuck is going on, how high the stakes are, you know what I mean? Because think about it, like... So this is this is my thing, and I'll just shut up about like the you know, wrestling crowds are very important to the moment of wrestling a match. We did, but think about think about Toronto. Think about fuck fuck Rock. Right? I mean fuck Hogan. But think about <laughs> think about Rock Hogan, and think about that crowd, bro. Before the match took place, like think about the interests, and then think about when they were just staring at each other. That icon versus icon moment. The crowd think about in that WrestleMania, moment. Think about WrestleMania mm-hmm. in Orlando when mm-hmm. the Hardy Boys comes out. That was the craziest, probably the craziest pop of all time. They just had to do I was a part of that. I was there yeah, for that shit. You, Yeah, yeah. Like, you know what I mean? Probably the craziest pop of all time. I could tell you about 30, you know, being in the, in the dome when that man lost. It was like, what the fuck just happened? The crowd let you, and you didn't hear that music. You didn't hear Brock's music for like a good minute. And that, 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 you know, like, 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 you, Ellis, Ellis made his face, you know, his black guy with the glasses, shout out to him, his face. And, and the different people's reactions, you need that crowd, man. So I really think that right now, like, I it's remember really just, being it's in the hard. same arena. Mm-hmm. I mean, I remember being in the same arena when, uh, 
when Oscar lost. Mm-hmm. Like a lot of people was just like, what yeah. Like just like, mm, like, yeah, damn good match, but still like this ain't supposed to hit like it's supposed to hit. Like, yeah, y'all gotta kill her streak here. Like, oh. like she had already beat Goldberg. Yeah. You know. Right. Yeah, man. I I loved Oscar's run. Oscar had a great run. Yeah, man. It was it was yeah. Unprecedented. Great run for Oscar. But it's just um the crowd says so much, man. Like that's why I say like like I love Karrion Cross, man, and you know, I'm love and I love that he's there in NXT, but like it it feels nothing. This is like this is NPR Tiny Room concert SmackDown y'all getting right now, man. This is what y'all getting. Tiny Death. What are y'all getting? Yeah, Tiny Death concerts. Y'all are getting Tiny Death concerts on TV right now with these mm-hmm. with these hits. And <laughs> imagine a full full cell crowd to that whole Fall and Pray fucking theme song that fucking they had. Like, fam, are you serious? Come on. Like, what? Like, man. Ain't nothing like it, bro. Um, It's a lot of shit that just doesn't really hit right right now, man. Um, They even open up I know they're trying to have wrestling matches outside. Uh, the only thing that really went off that I saw that, that everybody was safe and protected and was GCW. Um, was GCW. Mm-hmm. Once again, shout out to Jay Rose and those guys. Uh, AJ Gray doing yeah. his thing. Right. Great, um, great, 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 great wrestling show. Um, I believe it's on IWTV. Yeah. Trey Is Lamar, it? Lee Moriarty. Yeah. All, yeah, I, I, yeah it's, on, it's on IW. Oh, yeah, so um, what is the name? Of, I know it's GCW. What was the name of the uh the show? This was this world? No, this wasn't. Yeah, this is world. I believe. World, yeah, world on. Yeah, world on. GCW. Yeah, world. And yeah. homecoming is my birthday weekend. I'm trying to see if I should slide because they same guys gonna be there. They are gonna pull up. So I'm trying to see if I should. Yeah, man. So um, that was an example of outside wrestling in the COVID era done right. Uh, shout out to them. Yeah. Uh, I just think with, with sports returning, man, like, uh, it, listen, man, I watched uh, the Liverpool game, one of the first Liverpool games or whatever, and the pipe noise, it's, it's kind of whack. I'm not going to hold mm. you. You don't, feel, you don't feel it? I didn't like the pipe noise. Didn't like it at all. Didn't so, like it yeah. at all. So if that's what's going to happen, if that's what we're going to see with this whole football, with this whole basketball shit, y'all can save that, fam. <laughs> like, <laughs> yeah, with the with hoops, I could do it out. I, I could do I, it out. I know, LeBron, I know LeBron won a chip. And I know he was on his way to getting one, but I'm sorry, LeBron. Nah, man. Uh, football season, 
Let's just worry. Let's just worry about Washington changing their team name before we even think about having a football season right now. That's about a, a couple years uh, overdue. Yeah. Um, and shout out to FedEx for finally putting that foot in that ass, saying that you know <laughs> we're gonna take our name off the building if y'all yeah. don't fucking change some shit. Um. Yeah, man. Uh, I know everybody. We we need something to to get us through right now. But there's anything that we can use to get us through as each other. You know, yeah. we don't need to rely on celebrities and all this shit. You know, to entertain us. You know, let's get back to us to getting to know each other. You know, um. Cause I was, I remember a time where we weren't on cell phones all the time, and I, I don't mm. even sound on Grand Torino and get off the <laughs> lawn type shit. Like for real, no, I'm with you. Yeah, but it's just right. like, even like with when we just had MySpace, like we were still outside, we were still getting to know each other. You know, you know, mm. like. You remember how it was to be on the cordless phone and you just talking everywhere on the cordless phone, like you got your feet on the walls, like you sitting on the you sitting on the kitchen counter and everything. You in the fucking laundry room, you just walking everywhere talking to the person on the phone and everything, just talking. Right. You know, shit like that. Um you know just I'm cool without sports right now, man. I am yeah. I'm cool, I feel, I'm I feel cool without it. You know, yeah, I feel that. I'm not saying I'm not gonna miss it, but uh, uh, I'm cool with it. I'm cool with it, man. I'm cool with not having no sports. Let's get let's sanitize and let let's get things together with this whole COVID shit. Where to where like we can figure something out, and then we can worry about something like sports. You know? Yeah. I just think there's more things we need to worry about. Exactly. Um, you know, more things that are, are at hand. So, man, uh, we're about an hour and a half into the show. So, I think it's a good time as any time to talk about a big thing that's been going on, man. Mm-hmm. So, uh, in music, in entertainment, you know, we're going to talk about it, man. So, August Alcina, he's just released an album. Album EP, I think, yeah, I think it's like a, a CD. Actually, pretty good songs. Really pretty, really good CD. I actually liked it. Some of the songs on there. Um, I haven't given it a full second listen yet, but on my first listen, I liked it. He's been promoting it. Uh, he was on, I believe, the Jasmine brand doing an interview, and uh, he admitted to a relationship that he had had with Jada Pinkett Smith. Right Now, I know everybody's going to be like, Nas, Jada Pinkett Smith. Yes, Jada Pinkett Smith of the Red Table Talk. 
Will Smith's wife. Willow and Jaden's mama. You know, Stoney from Set It Off. Mm-hmm. You know, the lady who got killed in Angel is Fallen. If y'all, oh, I'm sorry. If y'all ain't seen Angel is Fallen yet, spoiler alert, she dies. Sorry. Um, yeah. And if y'all really want to see Angel is Fallen, like, shame on y'all. Because. That was a wax, whack-ass series. The whole Has Fallen series. It's, it's from Olympus to Angel. But anyway, that's a different subject. So, he admits to this relationship with Jada Pinkett. And he even goes on to say that Will gave them his blessing. Mm. Mm. Let that sink in, y'all. Will Smith. Mike Lowry. Stephen Hiller from Independence Day. You know? Mm-hmm. Guy from I Am Legend. Will Smith. Big Willie style. Millennium. Getting jiggy with it. Miami. Mm-hmm. Miami Will Smith. Summertime Will Smith. Gave his blessing. To August Alcina smashing his wife or being in a relationship with his wife. And he talks about how, you know, the things that he had went through this relationship with her. Well, hold on, Lorenzo, do you have any quotes from this interview? Do you have any do you see any quotes? From from yeah. August? Yes. Then, I, 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 I didn't know if you, I didn't know if he was looking or not. I didn't know if you were looking. I, I I I I could definitely get some because I did see one earlier that I was going to bring up, but I didn't set it in concrete. So let me go. Let me let me circle back. I got you. He listen. This man said he gave their intimate relationship years of his life, and he gave their intimate relationship years of his years of my life so much that he could die right now and be happy. Yes, that was the one. I'm like, man. <laughs> yeah, he was like, I know what that's like. I know what that feels like. I know real love. I finally received it. Sheesh. Heavy stuff, man. Heavy stuff. Yeah, man. Like... I I don't know, man. Listen, man. August Alcina, he's going through a lot of he's going through a lot of stuff, man. Like uh, ever since 2014, this guy's had ten seizures. He's been in a coma for three days. Uh, he's blind in his left eye. Um, and then in 2017, ironically. On the red table talk or whatever, or red room talk or whatever, that he has a liver disease that make that makes his autoimmune system attack itself. And then in 2019, he goes on to reveal that because of the autoimmune disease, that he was losing his ability to walk. Sure. 
like, bro. It did, but Alcina's been kind of alluding. August has kind of been alluding to this for a while now, man. Uh, I believe he came out with a song. Yeah. Or whatever. Uh, he came out a song. He came out with a song about it. Yeah. That people don't uh, none you. Yeah. And it uh, in the in the video or in the album artwork, he's texting a girl named Corin. Now mm-hmm. Corin is Jada's middle name. Uh, in 2018, he wrote her this like super romantic post for her birthday. Like, uh, and if you read it, like, bro, like, man, you couldn't say this about my wife. You are the fortune of my cookie, the vets of my rookie. You are love man. personified. There hasn't been enough diction created to articulate or express the capacity of my love for you. It is simply beyond measuring human comprehension. So as my soul continues this quest, I just like to say, happy birthday, best. You're nothing like the rest. Mm-hmm. Man, Scotland even couldn't write no thing like this, man. Man, Scott couldn't write no shit like this, bro. Nah. Man, those were bars. Yeah. He 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 means every word. This man said, I I don't believe in luck. I believe in God's divine order, and you are an example of God's divinity in this covering over my life. A beautifully complex individual you are. I can spend a lifetime decoding you. Bro! Bars! That's a lot. That's heavy. Yeah. I mean, I was in love. What do you think, man? Um, You think this is... Uh... Jada taking advantage of a young man while she was going through, maybe going through a time in her in her life, because there was a time around that around this whole time where her will wasn't really so cool. Mm-hmm. Um, you know what? What do you think? Is this is is Mike Lowry cuck Lowry? That's the thing. Is, I don't know. Is, he might not be. He might just be. You know what I mean? He might he he might have just been separated, Larry, for a while. I don't know. It's a lot that's being said about you know. That's the thing. I think these people was together for how long? Almost thirty years. Almost, yeah. I think it's a lot that go into that time. It's a lot that go into that like relationship, and it might have been a couple of them moments where like he might have been present. It might have been the moments in which like Will might have also had a you know a a, a a a suitor that was a woman there present as well. Could be a lot going on, right? Um, I feel like for this specific situation, like kind of addressing August, um, and kind of coming from that angle, I think he was in a very precarious and kind of like weird situation, especially like in Hollywood, right? Where it's like, I think Jada Smith and and also Will Smith feel like they have a certain mission in Hollywood. Um, when we talk about black people and like whatever right um the community that they might 
come to right i think i think they 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 seek out to like be a part of a community or seek out a community that um is together in a lot right so whether that's getting money opportunities love pleasure whatever um i really i I really feel like uh, that's a community that they try to create um because there was some interesting stuff even said on tisha campbell's um instagram about these people um and some allegations to you know Dwayne Martin and T.J. Campbell Martin swinging with the Smiths. Now, I could attest that like that show that Dwayne Martin was on in the like mid two thousands with Kimberly Elise. You know, it was on the it was on the you know fifty seven. I forget the name of that show right offhand, but I can definitely tell you that like Will Smith and Jada produced it. Right. It was about. Um, it was basically about their life. Uh, the yeah. fact that he he had a kid and she was. You know, they were getting along with the ex-wife or whatever, the baby mama and everything like that. All of us, all of us, all of us. I'm about to say all in one is some goofy shit, yeah. but yeah, that was that was that that was the one. I could say, you know, I could say for a fact that they produced that. You know, what I mean, yeah, they, pro- yeah, that, it, yeah they produced it. Yeah, I, but whether what happened outside of that, I'm not sure. It's just a lot of shit being said right now. That's a different situation, right? That's like they they kind of seem like they're the same age, whatever, whatever. In August's case, he's definitely he was, you know, I don't know how old he was when he probably messed with Jada. I mean, even I think now he's like what? How old is August Alcina now? Is he 30? I don't know. Um But I think it, it's an interesting situation, right? Um, because one, I think one conversation that was coming up on a t- timeline was about like non-monogamy and polyamory and like the timeline kind of like everybody kind of turned he into is like 27 years old. He's 27 years, so he's my age. So being around the same age as this guy, um, you know, living a certain life, trying to be in the industry and stuff like that, depending on what industry you try to get in, I will say this, and this is with men and women, as a young, I just think as a young person, there will be people of like the same sex and sometimes the opposite sex um, within an industry or within like an institution or something that will like, they seem like, or like legit, like y'all just got a relationship where it's like y'all like mentor and mentee. Um, and I think especially like in Hollywood, a lot of these situations, um, collapse on each other when like, you might have like an elder, like woman who like, you know what I mean? Like you really fuck with, she been in this particular game for a while. And like, you know, you a young nigga, like she's like kind of attracted to you. She like fuck with your energy. And next thing you know, like, you know what I mean? Like this mentor, you like, you now courting her. You know what I mean? Like, so this happens a lot. You know what I mean? I think sometimes I think going back to a couple episodes we talked about like older women and that whole thing right right um and i think a lot and i think a lot of times a lot of black men are sometimes stunted in their group i know a lot i know you know i was dealing with like women of a certain age and i probably shouldn't have been dealing with them you know i mean i'm like 19 you know i mean and this woman is like like 20 something or like i've always been attracted to older women always yeah i mean like you sit from from that and i've always felt like that is you know has stemmed from you know from what I had to be when I was younger. Exactly. And then being stunted in growth after that. Yeah. So you know I've always I mean? been like somebody older than me. Like, you want that. Yeah. And again, man, that's the thing. It's funny how these inter- these conversations are coming up. Because like, like we, we kind of find ourselves talking about something again. Right? Based on like these things that's coming out in like the world and stuff like that in 2020. Because like we was talking about this, you know, specifically about like relationships in which like you have that distance between somebody a couple episodes ago so it is funny how like you know now we really have to start examining culture a little bit differently um because of the things that's happening and because of the decisions that's being 
made. And I think Jada probably has some things to recognize in this too. Like maybe she feels like, because I think for one thing, like taking advantage is, is very easy. Um, you know, taking advantage or like, you know, manipulation. I mean, sometimes it's outright manipulation, but I think at the end of the day, these are really, uh, they're, they're toxic cultures that kind of are sanctioned by, um, like certain industries and like just the society we live in. Um, yeah, so I think in a specific situation, it just was like one of those, like, you know, one of those relationships that probably just wasn't the best idea. Yeah. I mean, like it wasn't necessary that like, this man was like raped or anything by Jada, but the whole no. thing about, but the whole thing about like, and that's the thing, men, men, men can get violated on that level. Grown men can get violated on that level by grown women. You know what I mean? Because yeah. at the end of the day, like, no, no means no. But that's that conversation isn't here right now. But you, 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 based on like what we're seeing on Twitter, it's almost like okay, like she was like older, he was young, and he was in these vulnerable places in his life, and then based on that. Was he taking advantage of? And I'm, I don't know. I necessarily don't want to like. I don't want to necessarily throw no title of predator on Jada yet because it's just like in August Alcina's case, like he was like a man that was vulnerable and lost a lot of people, and he was seeking something out, and like this is the person that brought that to him. I just don't think that. I think that the more appropriate conversation should probably be she wasn't maybe like the best person to comfort him in this way in those moments. You know, but to say that like she took advantage of him, I don't, I don't know, I don't know if I feel too comfortable saying that. Yeah, I mean, because I don't, I don't know. But based on what the information that I have, and based on what we see, I could tell you that the culture is probably a little bit toxic, right? Not necessarily being like Jada Pinkett Smith's fault, but the culture of Hollywood, the culture of being black in Hollywood, the culture of, you know, the expectation of being monogamous, and then what you go and do to then be non-monogamous. But it might, it, it might be this non-monogamous cool thing you're doing. But that don't make it right for that time or that don't make it necessarily like appropriate for that time. So it's just a lot of nuance to be discussed, man. I, I mean, I just feel like that sometimes these situations, they slap themselves on the timeline. We talk about them. We judge a little bit. We do some memes and we spend all of that time. We spend all of that time scrolling, looking for other funny tweets when we really could be having like a serious conversation. Um, but, yeah, it's just about, I think, what the culture reflects and what people are participating in. Um, I think we kind of given a little bit too much power to Jada and them here. Because, again, this is a community, like, you know, you probably like, well, shit, like, this nigga, he's sad. He in Hollywood, whatever, like, he he fuck with us. Like, yo, let me, I don't know, let me get this nigga some pussy. I don't know, like, you you attracted to him. Like, maybe maybe you think that's a solution, but that can't be the solution with everybody because, like, that really don't heal everything. A relationship that somebody can do for you can, but, you know, it just seems like it's a lot of conversation about, like, the sex itself and not necessarily the relationship um, but yeah, man, it's a lot. It's, it's it's just like a whole lot to be like discussed and considered seriously. You know what I mean? While while not talking about the memes and shit like that. Do I believe something happened between Jada and August? It definitely feels like it. Definitely seems like it. Yeah. But um, do I think that she took advantage of this man? Um, I don't think took advantage. Taking advantage is a strong word, phrase, accusation. Yeah, it's a lot. I feel like there's a time where this guy's a rising star and is going through all these things like losing his losing his family, you know, you know, losing his family, losing his health, you know, yeah. taking care, you know, taking care of his nieces. 
Mm-hmm. After a tragedy, all these things are happening, and you meet this person, and you meet this person, and you just become engulfed in them, enraptured, yeah. mm-hmm. you know, by them. Yeah. Now, um, this could, I don't, this could very well be, you know, somebody loving somebody too hard or too much, you know? This could be a, I love you, but I'm not in love with you kind of situation. This could be like, yo, what we had was what we had, and yeah. what we had. And this person who can't let go of that moment because that moment was everything to them in that moment of, in that toxic moment that they had where nothing was going right for them. Yeah. You know, we tend to cling on. We tend to cling on as humans, especially in when we're like depressed or going through, you know, our emotions to these emotional life rafts. And we tend to hold on to them. They're just supposed to help us get ashore, you know, right? Mm-hmm. They're not supposed to just, we're not supposed to like afterwards, you know, cling on to them. They're just supposed to help us get to where we need to go. Yeah. You know, um, and I think that's possibly what it was, that he just kind of just held on to something and a moment probably happened that maybe wasn't supposed to happen. Who knows? Because, listen, we've everybody in Hollywood or whatever have always wondered what the fuck is going on with Will and Jada. We've always mm-hmm. wanted to know. Everybody, I want that Will and Jada love. This is that the third and all that. Like, you know, everybody. <laughs> if relationship goals had a genesis, it would be from Will and Jada. To me, um, you know, people used to say that uh, Will was knocking down even Mendez on on Hitch. Mm-hmm. You know, that he had, he, he had permission or whatever to, to smash that down. Some people said he was smashing Margot, you know, Margot Robbie when they was doing Focus or whatever. He had permission on that one. So a lot of people would see that and be like, well, shit, you know, she let him, she let him have Margot Robbie and even Mendez. He can't let mm. her have August Alcina. Mm. Um, I just think that, uh, but I don't really believe. I don't know about any of that. I don't know if that's the case. I don't know swinging and all that shit, you know. Hey, man, it's a lifestyle. And it's not a lifestyle for for the week. You have to, you know, you yeah. got to be real about it. You know, you got to be deep into it and be serious and be committed. So, I mean, I don't know, man. Um, I'm going to get real for a second. Because I kind of, if I could understand or if I could give a, a personal anecdote or whatever, you know, because who knows? Just like you were talking about, like non monogamy and shit, um, and polyamory or whatever. Um, imagine yourself, you know, going through a lot in your life and you meet this person who becomes everything to you. Um, it just seems like on every level they just check every box, and uh, but you know when they're they're with another person, but you know you're talking to them. You like you're 
everything feels like with this person that you're like in a real long relationship. It don't even feel like a friendship because you know what a friendship is. But everything from this feels like a relationship. And uh, I can kind of feel what he, how he understands. I can kind of feel how he understands. That doesn't make sense. I can kind of, I understand how he feels when you have this type of love for a person that, you know, even for a moment, if I never love again, at least I know that I love this person. And, uh, you know, especially when they're in love with another, you know, but we don't know if Jada doesn't love him the same or whatever. You know, we don't know the, the matters of these hearts. I just, um, hearing him sit out about a person who's married to a person who's married to another person and having those type of feelings, I, I understand that. Uh, I've had feelings about a person who was with somebody and, uh, I've definitely had those feelings that uh, if I never love again, at least I know that I loved this person at one point. But also, with this, you have to be able to love yourself at the same time. That's mm-hmm. why we say stuff like that, because, uh, you know, if I never love again, you know, at least I love this person so much, I gave this person all of me. But we have to love ourselves as well. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think that we lose a lot of, you know, you you hear things like, "Oh, I lost myself in this person." I did, you know, because we're not in love with ourselves, you know. Um, mm-hmm. So we avoid getting to know ourselves by pouring all of ourselves into another person. When we should really yeah. be pouring into ourselves. We just pour into another person. And that's not necessarily, you know, the right, the right, that's not fair to them, to the person you're with. And it's not yeah. fair to yourself. Um, and I've done that. So yeah. I kind of, I, no, I understand where, where August is coming from, man. Um, yeah, I don't sure. know if, I don't know if Jade is to blame or whatever, but it just we definitely gonna get these jokes off. You know, it definitely is she talks about she's gotta she gotta take herself to the table. You know, uh, we've seen her take so many to task on the table, you know, whether it's Snoop when she said when you what she say, when you called Gail the bitch, I felt right. like you called me a bitch, my mom a bitch. <laughs> like she yeah. got to the bottom of Hyman Gate with TI. Mm-hmm. You know how Willow was so upset she didn't even want to do the show and like yeah, I always thought man. that was funny like Willow who the fuck are you like what are you mad I think maybe as a young black woman as a daughter of a famous yeah. father yeah but she I mean she I mean he he wasn't talking about her he's talking about his own daughter but I think to sit across from a man who said that about her daughter would probably be hard for a young black woman. So I don't because is she like a regular on Red Table Talk? Yeah, I really enjoyed the Wale episode. Besides that, I haven't really seen too many. Um, I uh, probably should. She be took her. More she even took her husband to task on the table. Yeah. Like, so now we're you know, 
We getting Sting versus Sting, man. We getting we getting the gift where Sting takes off the Sting mask. Pretty much. Yeah, you know I mean, <laughs> points the bet. Points the bet. But my thing is like it would been dope because my thing is like I'm sure it's a lot that's done around Hollywood where people have like dinner parties and table talks and all types of stuff. And accountability me. I don't know. Matter of fact, I but don't think they have accountability Who's gonna check Jada? Who, who's gonna like Jada gonna check herself? Her mom gotta check her. <laughs> I don't think she her got mom's gonna check her. At least she got but like Is Willow gonna, gonna check her? They probably gonna be there. They probably gonna talk about it as women. Probably just them three. I don't know if August gonna should show up or Will might show up. I don't know, but it's interesting now because now this shit is public. Do we wanna you know hear I mean? from Will like you know what? You know who, like, who from. before I even, mm. before I even say this, yo, you know who just be like probably seeing all this shit and be like, this why I'd be low. Who? Trey. Exactly. The first son. <laughs> the first, exactly. you know, that nigga be like, that nigga be looking like, yes. oh, this why I'd be low. This that's like, some this real why, shit. This why I'd be low. Like y'all, like. I know you be calling Jada like, yo, y'all niggas is wilding over there. Like, what the fuck y'all doing? Yo, bro. <laughs> y'all got albums and shit dropping. I'm cool. Like, nigga, like what, what y'all doing over there, bro? Like, see, this is why I be like, this is why all I be doing is, you know, be on Twitch doing games and shit. Like, exactly. y'all niggas over there on some other shit. Like, yo, bro. Trey was trying, yeah, hey, Trey been trying to get away from that shit. From the gate, for that, a nigga try, that nigga was trying to do football at one point. That nigga was playing with Joe Montana's son. That nigga was, <laughs> bro, trying yo, to score my, a touchdown. My nigga was trying to like go to the point where he just went by Trey, like Trey Smith. Trey, yeah, Trey, 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 Trey right. Smith. Yeah, that's it. <laughs> he said, "This why I'll be low." Like the real shit though. Like nigga like, was trying to get nigga was trying to go to like <laughs> trying to get be a football star. That shit ain't work. Nigga started being like a little little DJ, little SoundCloud DJ for a second. Nigga right. you didn't know his name was nigga's name was Ace. Right, like, Ace, right. Whole <laughs> whole new moniker. Like, like whole new situation. Like, nigga was making nigga was making beats for Jaden and shit. Right. Nigga. Uh, because yo, quiet is kept. I don't give a fuck what nobody says. Jaden's uh, cool, cool takes. It's mm-hmm. dope. Yeah. I think like the first two. Yeah, it's hard as fuck. Yeah, Jaden. Yo, Jaden got some shit, bro. Jaden got was, bars. Yeah, he got some shit for you. Like. Jaden got bars, man. But like Trey, he just be low. He just be like, that's what, you know what? That's why I moved in with my mom. That's why I moved to my mom. You know? right. Y'all niggas be on some whole other shit over there, bro. You know? And I think even, like, Will talks about that, like, how, like, because Trey did, like, go live with his mom at one point or whatever. It's just, yeah. like, and they kind of didn't have a relationship for a minute as he got older. It was just like, yo, like, that nigga Trey just trying to get about the way, man. Like, right. And like even with this whole shit with uh what's the dude from the dude from YouTube, Shane Dawson? Oh man, yeah, man. Talking crazy about an eleven year old Willow Smith, like that was, damn. That, was a, that was a bit much. Shit is, is that shit is wild. Like that should never That was a bit much. But this is who y'all be picking, man. Mm-hmm. 
this is y'all. This is who y'all choose as the ones. You know, uh, for every Shane Dawson and Jeffrey Star, I see plenty of you know, black women, you know, black men, you know, queer, whatever, doing tutorials as well. Right, <clears throat> but it's not on them to make them more. You know, to to make them more spotlighted. It takes us. Yeah. We have to start spotlighting these people so they can get these MAC endorsements that Tiana Taylor just got. Um, she just got a partnership with, with, uh, with MAC Cosmetics. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, uh, that little girl from the, the little video that's been going around where her talk about excuse her hair, but she's selling some lip gloss or whatever, the little, oh, little yeah. girl. For sure. Ever since that, people's been getting hurt, you know, her sales have been has been going off, you know, and this little girl has a, a genuine business. Um, I'm gonna try to find her the information for her. Y'all know, y'all should know what I'm talking about, but uh, I'm gonna find the information and try to put it in the description below. In the below. <laughs> <laughs> it can be below. You know what I mean, in the description. Yeah, uh... <laughs> yeah I'm gonna put it in the description. Man. Um, I love the show. But yeah, man. Uh, she was nasty, man. Uh, but it's to the point where I don't know what to believe, and honestly, it's not my business to believe. Yeah. But I do believe this man was in love. Yeah, that's yeah. You, um, you can see that. And I oh. do believe this man needs some healing. Mm-hmm. You know, um, so you know, I just I know a lot of people was talking about, oh, it's corny for that man to say that and all, like. Why is it corny for him to say that? Because it, it threatens like, Why is it so corny for, uh, for us as black men to, you know, to, to express our feelings? Because that's the thing. A lot of times I think we see a black person doing something and we have to internalize their behavior. You know what I mean? I think I, I, I'm guilty of that. I know when I see a nigga doing, like, saying some dumb shit about, you know, like, 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 like being, you know... Discriminatory, discriminatory towards someone who's not male or who's not straight. I know I'd be on some shit, but like, yeah, you know I mean, because you don't. It's kind of like you making the block hot. Yeah, you know I mean, like you making people think that people hate people, that people is this. But I think it's it, it's a little bit of that in all of us. I think we just internalize like another black person's behavior, like unprovoked, and then like, especially when like when it's a black man, and like because we wouldn't do it, we gotta like publicly slander it, right. Because we wouldn't do it, but it's like you know. I, but I, who knows what people would do on Twitter? Because people Twitter on you know dudes on Twitter lie all the time. So yeah, I do think people be threatened by that type of stuff. And like I don't know, it's just it's, it's something that, that that they internalize. It's like a personal thing with them. Because like August Alcina don't know you, so it's like your two cents here really don't mean nothing. Because the interview is over, it's recorded, and that was on the timeline. So. That's, I that's think that. about this. Um, mm-hmm. We talk about uh, how we we said like uh, like we talked about in earlier episodes about how like we as men, especially as black men, we're supposed to be like these guys that just like yeah, we go after these women and we we do this and there's just a way we're supposed to act like it's some yeah. type of code or some shit. And I guess like one of the codes like. Yo, man, you the side dude. You ain't supposed to say nothing or whatever. 
Because <laughs> you know, I've, I've, I've been seeing a lot of this. I've been seeing yeah, a lot of this. Exactly. But you don't know what his side dude situation was like, money. You can't speak for that, man. Yeah, you know I mean, like, like your like, side you know, dude seen, situation been, not like. Mm-hmm. I've even seen like the women, like, it's been crazy because, like, the women be like, oh, that's what I'm talking about, Jada, you know, all types of shit about. You it's know, a no. mix. Yeah. It's a mix. It's crazy. <laughs> it's like. So, you know, it's some good conversation going on, but it's, it's a lot of fuck shit being said, too, that people not even examining really what they're saying. They're just trying to... They, they, some people think they look progressive. Some people think they look cool. But, yeah, like, you the side dude and all that. It's like, listen, you don't know what his side dude situation is like. Just because your side dude situation regular, like, just because you got to get kicked out of the crib after you after you hit, don't mean he had to. You know what I mean? Niggas be thinking about somebody else's situation as if it be theirs. And like it's like no, it's not. It's probably not like that on his side. Like stop projecting on that man. You know what I mean? But you know, it's like niggas just need to get their two cents in, man. Niggas is okay. it's, it's yeah. Like if anything, the whole Jada August situation, um, it can really just teaches you how like we just don't say we just don't have the same empathy for men in situations when you know when we're vulnerable. As we do for women, you feel me? And like, but you know why that is, though, right? And also that we don't want to hold women accountable for their behavior. You know why that is, though, right? Okay. So, so that's the patriarchy at work. Okay. So the patriarchy is is a system that suggests that men aren't emotional beings that we're all and that's the thing we didn't set it up as black men white supremacy and, and, and white cis male heteronormativity set it up you know what i mean we just adhere to it just because we're living in the world so like i said like i don't think it's jada necessarily taking advantage of bull i think it's jada participating in a culture that's like kind of toxic so the culture of the, patri- the patriarchy is toxic it suggests that men aren't emotional that we have no emotions that we're can take on anything, that we can stand anything, that we shouldn't talk, that we shouldn't heal. That's what the patriarchy is suggesting that men do. When it comes to women, the patriarchy suggests that women are akin to a child. That's why a lot of times in the Bible we hear man, woman, child, dog. It's establishing human beings on a level of hierarchy based on what gender they are and based on what age they are. So that's why that's happening. People on Twitter are just simply adhering to the toxic culture that they grew up in. So when a woman is saying, yeah, Jada, like, get your dick and all of that and all that, this is a moment for, like, the reactionary, like, normal woman to see a woman be able to do something outside of the bounds of, 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 of being what it's like to be a woman under the patriarchy or, 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 or the standards of being a woman under the patriarchy. You can't handle extra man. You got to shut the fuck up. You know what I mean? Like, so when you talk about accountability, that's where that child piece come in. Every you know what I mean? Like men be treated like that's the thing. Why do you think it's a conversation about like you know women leaving the house and what you wearing? To me, that sounds like a fucking conversation between a child and a, and a and a parent. Facts. So this thing about accountability basically suggests, based on what you just said, like they kind of want to do this thing with women. It suggests that women don't really like kind of like know no better. Sort of how Western people and white people treat kids. Kids don't know no better. Look at how white people treat their children. Right. That is how overall, like, look how white moms treat their sons. That right there is a microcosm or it is a modeling on how the white man treats society. It treats it like an other than itself. The woman or the child or the animal 
has no discernment, you can't really hold them fully accountable. You know, like, like you, you be even watching some of these old movies from like the 50s and 60s and like some of these men say all oh, the, the old ditzy broad, all that dumb broad, you know what I mean? That's akin to like a woman kind of being like a child. And so when that's the world we're living in, that's how people going to talk. They're going to talk like women as children. Some women are going to internalize their womanhood and kind of act like sometimes like, you know, inferior to men. A lot of times black men sometimes act inferior to white men. So based on where we live in that in the society we in, everything is always on a, on, a, on a hierarchy. And I think one mistake that we make as like young black people, a lot of times when we having these conversations about relationships and stuff, we too busy like pointing the finger at each other. Like, yeah, y'all don't want to be held accountable. Y'all don't want to be. And it's like, well, like, the y'all things can like yeah, they matter, but at the end of the day, like it's about like looking at the system that was taught to us by the people that raised us, and so we must critique the people that raised us, even though we love them, right? We must critique the system that we grew up under. We got to critique this media that we watching. We got to critique the education that we got in school because all all of it has gave us the ideas that we have now. You know what I mean? Whether if you was getting good grades in school or not, motherfuckers is adhering to what they grew up in. You know what I mean? So I just say all that to say that like it's really not necessarily like one person to blame or like one gender to blame. Or like, you know what I mean? Because I have a lot of conversations with my friends in which like everybody want to always point fingers. Well, like women, they did this and we will never talk about it. It's like, yeah, we could. But like, you're not a woman. So it's like, let's kind of give them an opportunity to say what it is that they could have did better. You know what I mean? Because we I, I really don't never really hear that from us all of the time. But I hear a lot of conversations in which like, you know, black women are. But regular old, you know, reactionary like accounts on Twitter, like, you know, it's it's a good track. And it's a good thing to see, like, what people are saying. Like, when you just seeing like, regular old, like, people on Twitter saying shit. It's a good yeah. way to, like, pace, like, what the fucking, what the culture is saying. But, yeah, we just need to learn some other shit. We just need a whole bunch of fucking workshops. I don't know when they're going to take place. But, but I want to ask like, you this. Yeah, go ahead. I want to ask you this, because you said that, uh, that he was looking at her as, like, a mentor or a teacher. Maybe, yeah, maybe, yeah. Mm-hmm. Maybe. Okay. So... Um, so would you think she would have that kind of authority over him because he was looking for like a maternal presence, which he missed, which he had, he had been missing. So yeah. And that's why he fell in love so easily. So if Jada served those needs mm-hmm. or whatever, but also crossing the line by becoming physical, mm-hmm. is that, is that predatory? Um, or is that, or is that taking advantage, or like it, again, it could be, it it really could be, but I don't know the ex- like that's the thing, like because I pre- I'm pretty sure she cared for the bull, you know what I mean, in a certain type of way, and I think that you know, and again, I think a lot a lot goes into how old this man was when they started their relationship. I think a lot depends on that. I think everybody coming from this place of like he had this tragedy in his life and she older and she took advantage. We can't, you know what I mean? It's it's that's not really the equation. It, we that's that like we would present that in court, you know what I mean? That that wouldn't fly with a jury. You know what right. I mean? Um if, you know, if we if we if we accuse JD of a crime. Um I feel like it's convenience and sometimes convenience can be toxic. Right. So like this man might have been 20, 21, 22, 23 messing with her. And, you know, she 40 and like this kind of this this relationship is convenient. It don't it, just because the relationship is convenient don't mean it's not inappropriate. But because the relationship is inappropriate doesn't necessarily mean that like the person who is like older in the situation or has more leverage is a predator. 
I think it's case by case. But in Jada's case, like, I don't want to, I don't, I listen, man, I'm sitting here thinking that, like, I'm not sitting here trying to say Jada Pinkett Smith is, is predatory. I don't even think that that's really even, like, a thing. It's it can be. Unique. I just think it's something yeah. unique. Like, it's I don't very, think that, yeah. I don't, I don't think, think we, we don't got to walk away. We don't got to walk away from this, like, naming a predator. Because, like, yeah, you know what I mean? I feel like I we don't can walk think, away from I this. don't think Jada's a predator. But I yeah. do think that they are dealing with something unique and something unique to them. And we should just leave it at where it's at right there. Because at one time, because, like, listen, this is what it, from talking through this, he, he's, he's going through all these things. He's looking for a mentor. He's looking for a teacher. She's going through whatever she's going through in her marriage. He's looking to, you know, he's he's looking for guidance. He's looking to, you know, he's looking to find his way. She's looking to like mold something. It. They found each other with good intentions, but something probably just happened toxic from there or whatever. Oh, I don't know. Yeah, it's a lot that could be there, right? Because I think to a degree that August August Alcina, like it's not like he don't have no agency when it comes to like his desires and shit. Like he he was a grown ass man that's on her, I'm pretty sure. He was 20, 21, 22, 23. So like I'm not, you know, and that's the thing, like, I think that, you know, when you were a young man and you know, a woman of that age and especially that status show you some. You know what I mean? And show you and that's the thing, you know, you hearing probably words you never heard before heard before a woman say to you and like it's very fucking it's a very like layered conversation you know what i mean um i think that on jada's end she's probably doing some self-examination that's what that whole thing is about like i'm you know i'm bringing myself to the red table because it's like well damn like in a moment like i thought i was on the same level with young you know i thought like but maybe i didn't need to be it's missteps you know what i mean based on the laws that we have we think we abiding by the law you know what i mean if we had this kind of we had this relationship or these relations but then it's like, you know, the, the emotional part and like the personal part of it, like that's going to come out on the other end might not be all that great. So it's, you know, it's, it's I think that, you know, she probably doing some examining of her own, but I don't think we got to be doing this thing online where like somebody got to be a predator, somebody got to be a, a victim, somebody got to be, a, you know what I mean? Because every situation I like that. And I think that one thing that Twitter is doing is like misrepresenting a lot of these situations that's going on today in the world, especially like with the speaking out stuff, right? Because it's not only in the wrestling community, but, like, it's stuff going on in other places where, you know, other communities are speaking out about certain things. And not that I'm saying this, but I've seen other conversations from other, like, podcast communities and shit online where it's been like, okay, like, this necessarily wasn't a situation to really be talked about for, like, two weeks on the timeline. Like, yeah, I mean, like, y'all should have, like, went to court. You know I mean? These are people that's two age, that's, that's the same age, two people. And, like, you know what I mean? So a lot of things is being spelled out on Twitter right now very out of turn. You know what I mean? Like, people using the wrong terminology for certain things. And I think for this conversation, people started to bring up monogamy and, you know, all of these things and started to explain them to people. But I don't even think that was the conversation that was even best. I just think that it was less about, like, monogamy and stuff like that and more about, like, what we talking about, like, the nuances of shit being, like, you know, crossing very, the line. No, being, it's like, you know, very murky waters, man. Very murky yeah, waters. It's, it's very slippery slope. And you got to be prepared to talk about this stuff. But that's why social media... Is one of the it's the biggest phenomenon of the 21st century because it's allowed the average like person to have like a platform about something and then not be like cleared on anything. Like people who have no type of like certifications or nothing in polyamory or relationships is like laying down the law about what polyamory is. And not to say that they haven't taken the time to learn that. I'm just saying that like we now live in a world in which like somebody being vetted and like fact fact checking and like trustworthy sources and all of these things, like these lines are like really blurred. 
and like it just allows people who are just like anybody should just like speak on stuff. I know for me, I speak on a lot of shit on Twitter. You know what I mean? But you know, a lot of times people like disclose what education they got at the same time. But it's like you just know the time that like you took that you did the study shit. You know what I mean? Sometimes you hear these people talk about shit. It's like how much time did you spend on this? You know what I mean? But very murky waters, very slippery slope. And I just think that, like, everybody should, like, chill out on thinking they should chime in on everything. I mean, I know that, you know, listen, I just said I chime in on a lot, too. But people finding their place, some people telling their jokes, some people doing this, some people doing that. Um, but I, I think we could walk away from the situation with, like, Jada Pinkett Smith learning something about herself and relationships, like, without us necessarily thinking, like, she's some type of, like, predatorial person or, you know, because, um... It's just one relationship we're hearing about. Like, we're not hearing about, like, this lady was a part of no fucking sex ring, right? Like, the Giselle lady was with the Jones. So, it's levels, you know what I mean? So, like, what the fuck is really going on out here and who really the predators and what women are really predators? Because I think that's one thing that's happening. It's like, well, Jada, you know, women can be predators, too. And, like, they kind of center in Jada in that conversation. But it's like, well, no, kids. Like, Jada is a woman who probably did, made some wrong mistakes in a relationship. But there's this is other thing going on over here with Jeffrey Epstein and this other chick that was his madam. You want to read about an actual predator as a woman? Facts. You feel me? It, it, it's like it's like reaching for, it's like reaching for shit when it's like actual shit that's there that we can call predatory that like we don't talk about. And not saying that you and not saying that you saying that because no. you brought up the question. Just talking about the conversation from the timeline, you know. Yeah, man. But yeah. listen, man. The thing is this: <clears throat> Jada loves the project. She saw August. August became a project. She wanted to help him, but somehow something sexual may have happened. Yeah. Murky waters, man. And like you said, you got to be ready to deal with it when it, when it happens. Yeah, and, sure. uh, you know, listen, hey, no judgment on anybody, man. You know, yeah, but, I just hope uh, everybody gets healed and they come out better from this. Because we yeah. talk about it, like these situations where somebody might have felt harmed. Because I don't think August said he felt harmed, did he? Like, did he say he felt. Yeah, and we talk about her, you know what I mean? And it's like, what are y'all talking about? Like, and that's the thing. Maybe it's like, I don't know. It wasn't, like he didn't really, he didn't say anything negative. It was nothing negative. It sounded like to me, he was talking about a relationship that he, that he loves somebody in. You know what I mean? And it's like, okay. But we just took the black and white thing of their age being different and like, you know, senior, junior stuff and made that into something. So yeah, I think people need to spend time with these concepts a bit more. We call it what it is, what we think it is. Yeah, it's just let let's let the 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 characters play that play everything out, man. We don't yeah. we don't need to, you know. But yeah, I know that sure. that Smith family group chat is ablaze, jumping like Jordan, I'm like you know, <laughs> eighty four dunk. Concert. I don't know, I don't know what's going on in Calabasas right now in the Smith house. <laughs> I don't know what's going on. I know. I heard Jaden yeah. got his own. I heard Jaden got his own house. Jaden got his own house at like around 15, 16. So, you know, I think the only person who's still there is, is Willow. Damn. Yeah. You know. So, we'll, we'll see what's up with that. Yeah, man. You know. So I just think is is Willow, Will, Jada, is, is the mom staying there? The mom might stay there. Yeah. You know, I don't know, man. There's a lot going on over there. A lot going in the, on right in, now, in, the, in the in the Smith family household. But hey, man, listen. I mean, 
we don't want nothing, you know, to happen you know, to these people, man. But, you know, we got to get these jokes off. We gotta, yeah. <laughs> you know, we got to get the jokes off. Uh, but it, this blows over, man, in like a couple days. Yeah, it's not. I mean, she might do an episode or she might do some type of like PSA on Red Table. Like I said, the mom might pop up, pop up. But I, I, I have no idea. The only way this takes a turn is if I see divorce papers. If she announces that I, she's divorced with Will Smith. That's the only way that, I, that this whole thing takes a turn for me. Anything less than that is just, alright. Yo, she said she divorcing cuz. Is they beefing now? Like, is everything alright between them or no? I don't. I don't know. I don't. I mean, I mean, who knows? That's really rhetoric. I don't even, yeah, this, yeah, man, it's just a lot going on, bro. Like, I, I don't know, man. But I do believe that Will Smith may have give may have or may have not given himself once or twice the I should have married a white girl speech to himself. <laughs> oh man. And that's they think too. That's they think a lot out there. That might have been a hey man, that might be even more. Well, I might want to be careful on that. These are safe waters right here. You go with Margot. You marry Margot Robbie or one of them. Bro, you talking about the young boy from One Direction, Justin Bieber. Woo-woo. Why? Woo-woo. Why? Well, no, who name going to pop up? He might be like, damn, I wish I was still with Jay. You know what I mean? Because that, that's, that's they that's they work times a thousand. You know what I mean? Multiple black men? Oh, let me, matter of fact, let me relax. I'm not saying no more. Nah. Let me relax with him. <laughs> yeah, I'm... Yeah, I'm I'm doing too much, bro. Yo, my, yo, my man thought he was living that. Yo, he, yo, if he did smash Margot Robbie, he probably thought that he was that nigga. Of course. Yeah, you know I mean, he definitely thought that. Thinks that. But you will spend. Why shouldn't he be able to smash Margot Robbie? Is that is that is that sexist of me to say that? Um, I don't, I don't, I don't, I don't, I don't, I don't know, cause I'm a male, so I because we, because we know that Leonardo, Leonardo, Leonardo DiCaprio can go out and get any girl he want. Yeah, well, that's crazy, cause you know he started messing with he he be messing with girls that's like sixteen too. Well, so don't he, he got like a, well, don't he got like an age limit or something? Like, I don't know what that man got. He, I, I. I, I Bro, they if say you got like an age don't, limit. That's like you. you they you, say you he don't. Like he don't like, they say he don't cool. date to a certain age. But like that's crazy though. Just go with just go with grown women. Like why are we doing this thing where it's like, all right, I'm gonna wait. Like that's like that's low. That that's predatory. That's no, predatory. I, like he dates until like, I think like 27, like 20, like oh, it, oh, oh until they 27. Yeah, they, he got like an age limit. That's like, crazy. Yeah, you don't want you don't want him old. Yeah, he has a range. He has yeah, a he range. got a range. Yo, yo, Leo is a wild dude, bro. Like I don't have, he got a range though. We, 
Bro, this man is like a D one scout. Like, what is it? Like, how do he do this? He like listen, listen. I'm gonna tell you this story, right? I'm gonna tell you. This is got, my one. Leonardo, got, I got, got binders and shit. Listen, this is my one Leonardo DiCaprio story, fam. <laughs> my one, and this came from my people's, my people's over in Cali, right? They told me like, this is my one Leonardo DiCaprio story. So, my homegirl's homegirl is chilling at this party or whatever. My man's walks through. Makes his rounds for at least about 30 minutes. He's, you know, he's party, he does whatever. When he leaves, he like fucking you, you, you know, yeah. It's like he ordering. And they following. And they following. Patriarchy at work, yeah. And she was just like, inferior, inferior to me, just, what I just said. Go ahead. And she was just like, yo, Leonardo Kevin, she was like, yo, he just, he on some crazy shit. Yeah, like, and he got money. And he, it's like a power thing. Yeah, yeah. Not, I don't know if it's a power. I don't know, but she just like he done pretty it much done so. did everything. He done pretty much done did everything. So he just like, no, but, but that's power. If I can't, you see, women. Yeah, that's power. He was just like, what the? What my homegirl told me is that what was said is that. Like he just don't do no. It ain't no like you ain't getting no normal shit out of him. Like he got to pee on you or some shit. Oh, where he 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 got crazy kinks. Yeah, regular regular sex. You know, regular sex just don't do it for him. You got you got to do like a kink or two. Yeah, that's that's the and that's the thing. White men, bro, they either want to be like a sub, like a crazy ass sub. You don't want to breathe. You want to be in this leather ass suit, or you want to be like a. I want to degrade you. That's that's a that's about power. Mm. It's about power. You know what I mean? Because it's more it's more than just the act. You're enacting something. Either somebody is choosing to be the degraded one, or somebody is here to be like the superior one. You know what I mean? So that's why we got so many like black feminine dom, black black femme doms. Like a lot of these women out here make thousands of dollars beating the shit out of white men because they they don't want to have no power. These right. they be CEOs and shit. CEOs of companies, heads mm-hmm. of state. Certain motherfuckers like Leo, who like you know, he not no politician or nothing. He not no civic leader, but this nigga's a, he's a he's a big important person in the arts community, and he's been in a lot of fucking movies. You know, he probably want to enact oh, like, power. Like, you know, he's also super environmental and everything. You know, yeah. My thing is, um, yo man, shit wild. Let's close it out now, buddy. Um, yeah, man. Any shout outs? Um. I just want to shout out, uh, I just want to shout out, you know, thank you. I just want to shout you out first and foremost, brother, for uh, that amazing opening to this episode. Um, I'm glad we definitely, uh, you know, back back, back in the place would be. I want to shout out Jay Rose as well, again, um, for the Black Lives Matter. Um, IFHI drive that he did, um, you know, proceeds going towards uh, Minnesota and everything. I want to shout out Jobber's Tears. Um, I think they shouted us out today. Um... And, you know, just the whole self-control listening universe, man. We are still here. Things have gotten kind of shaky in the past couple of weeks. So just shout out to all y'all for tuning in today and just hearing us get back on our shit. <laughs> Yo, um, listen, man. We want to – I thank y'all from the bottom of my heart, whoever's still listening, whoever's still rocking with y'all. Um, we definitely didn't want to be away for, for two weeks. Um I definitely thought like, all right, maybe you know, a week because I traveled home for my mom's birthday, my sister's birthday, um, just to spend some time with them and just to come back home. Um, 
a week term, two weeks, two weeks in term, three weeks. Um, <laughs> yeah. Uh, and we just been going through things, man. Um, we thought about recording last week, but we just we just we we didn't know what we wanted to talk about, and we were just still just doing things. Um. Whether it was, you know, Lorenzo still in the trenches and me just just being out and about in the streets. Um, uh, then, uh, you know, uh, I'm saying then, you know, but I'm, there's really no then, you know. But uh, <laughs> um, we wanted we wanted to do something. We just couldn't really get on the same wavelength to get it done. And we just felt like, you know what, let's just recharge for another week. And then this week we just... A lot of pre-pro meetings, just talking and just, we appreciate y'all for rocking with us, man. We're glad that y'all still with us, man. We This is what we want to do. We want to create content for y'all. Exactly. Um, you know, uh, I'm, I'm going to tell y'all the story about Lorenzo sending me our press statement about, <laughs> about us, <laughs> about speaking out while I'm tripping on acid, on six drops, on six, uh, six hits acid. <laughs> yeah, we're going to talk about that and how all I wanted to watch was Undertaker entrances while tripping on ass. We're going to talk, we're going to have that story, but that's for another day. <laughs> oh, man, that was, oh, man, that, that was a wild night. Larry. Tripping on ass, man. Um, So, uh, I just want to give a shout out to, uh, you know, like you said, the, the listening universe. Uh, I just want to give a shout out to, uh, Two Brooke Johns, man. Uh, thank you for shouting us out. On, thank you for shouting us out on y'all show. Um, thank you for giving us love, uh, y'all. Please, if y'all can, check those women out, man, because they are refreshing. They have exactly. a refreshing take. Two two young mothers, two young black strong mothers doing their thing, um, right. and just giving their accounts of and giving their views on what how they look at the world and everything. Definitely. Uh, Check them out. Uh, also, uh, a shout out to the umbrella. I know who y'all are. Uh, Black, uh, you know, BGW Pod, Scott, uh, Lovely, Tiana, uh, Reason- Reasonable <laughs> Podcast, man. Mm-hmm. Like, y- y'all know who the fuck y'all are, man, man. Shout out to the. I'm high as shit right now. So, um, yeah, shout bro. out to. You know, shout out to the to the umbrella man. We love y'all. Um, don't try this at home. Drop drop two uh, episodes the other day. Listen to that shit. Uh, BGW Pod, I think is about to drop. They're dropping soon. I, I don't know if we're dropping at the same time. I'm I'm gonna I'll DM probably. Scott to see. I'll DM Scott to see when he's dropping. And when they if they drop, we'll probably drop with them. If not, we dropping we dropping tomorrow. Yeah, we recorded today. Is what is today? Record, recording Friday to drop on Saturday. So, yeah, we, yeah, I'm, I'm about to. Yeah, we about to get it going, bro. Yeah. So depending on what Scott tells me, y'all gonna hear this today on Saturday. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, uh, they dropped a couple days ago, and yeah, um, shout yeah, out Julio so, and Gino too. Yeah, shout out Julio <laughs> and Gino. They dropped two episodes of one. Um, who else dropped? Uh, Reasonable Reasonable Wrestling Podcast dropped. Mm-hmm. Um. <clears throat> I don't know if Wind Down dropped. I know they were taking a little break because of speaking out. Yeah. Um, um, yeah. Shout out to Russell Wind Down. 
Yeah. Shout out to those uh shout out to those wrestling girls. Shout Absolutely. out to Jabba Sears, of course. Uh shout out to um shout out to Tiger Driver Nine Thousand. Mm-hmm. And Chris and Jake and Kristen and Jake and J Rose because J Rose he's affiliated with them too. He's pretty much like right. the unofficial third, third member. member. <laughs> Damn, they're the third member. Yeah. Of course, shout out to J Rose. Shout out to Trinidad Suarez, the homie. Um, shout out to the uh, one two three pins, my boy Will. Will and one two three pins. Really, uh, go y'all for real. Go to one two three pins.us and check his stuff out, man. Get a mask, good. get a mask, get a mask, man. Protect yourselves and get a mask and cop some, um, some dope ass shirts. He did some shit with uh, with Faye, with Faye Jackson. I think he's still doing the um, doing those pins and he got like a little mystery box drop too. So, yeah, go ahead and check that shit out too. With like mm-hmm. a, a mystery pin drop where you, you know, you buy a mystery pin or whatever and you get whatever he sends you. So, yeah. Yo, shop with the kid, man. Shop with him. Um, shout out to Puck. Uh, shout out to uh, you know, off the rope. You know, shout out to them. Um, shout out Silvermore to a stash pager. That you know, what I mean, I just I, I wanted to get him in there. You just reminded me. Yeah, and uh, shout out my boy uh, South Breeze and uh, Marcus Snuffles over there with Keep That Same Energy Ave. Mm-hmm. Um, shout out to uh, the Kids Wear Crowns blog. Uh, shout out to them. Um. Shout out to the Pod Dealers, Pod Dealers Network. Mm-hmm. You know, and shout out to all the black creators, man. Shout out to all of y'all, man. Shout out to all of y'all. Um, yeah, yeah. That's pretty. That's pretty much it, man. That's pretty much it. Think so, brother. All right, man. Cool. Uh, you know, like we always do at this time, man. Uh, listen, God doesn't call the qualified. Qualifies the called. That's from Christine Kane. Hashtag thank you, Royce. Um, listen, man, I'm Naj. That's the homie Lorenzo. And uh, y'all already know, man. Uh, good night. Good luck. Inshallah. Win yourself. And um, we out of here. Until Absolutely. the next episode. Absolutely. Rest in peace. Oluwatoy inshallah. Good night, everybody. Peace and love.